everyone. Welcome to the Felicity Optimist versus Cynic podcast with us, your hosts, Melissa and Fish. This is a Felicity Rewatch podcast. We'll watch an episode each week and join you here to talk about it. I'm going to flip-flop these things, these next couple things I normally say in our intro here for reasons that will about, in, I don't know, a minute become apparent. Um, I am Melissa, and I'm here with my squishy co-host, Fish. Squishy. How are you doing today? So squishy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm good. Uh, we had a nice big storm, and all the electricity went out and it got very hot but eventually it all came back so now we're doing good we're ready we're doing it a little later than normal but a little bit yeah it's gonna gonna go well i believe yeah, after the random act of violence from mother nature we're forging ahead that's what we're yes. doing I skipped over something here because I knew I was going to take an extra second on this. Uh, this is not a spoiler-free podcast. We say that every time, but I kid you not, I am going to unleash a big spoiler <laughs> in this episode. So, Fish, wow, you're okay. just going to have to deal with it. But anybody who is new to the show Felicity, who does not want to be spoiled on anything at all, you're probably going to want to watch the next, I don't know, two episodes of Felicity, maybe, and then come back and rejoin us for the podcasts, because holy moly, am I going to ruin your lives? Um, yeah. Wow. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's interesting <laughs> that you say that, because you did say it was going to it was going to come up pretty soon that you were just going to spoil a bunch of stuff. But I also am going to spoil something. Um and it's streetcar named desire so oh. you know towards the end um i'll <laughs> let you know again if you don't want to be spoiled on that let's um, let's do yeah. it this way fish when we get to the parts where we're going to spoil on things we'll give one more heads up warning but i think it's fair to say so and i'm just i'm just double checking the actual like upcoming episode list and i'm going to say Three episodes from now, the spoiler that I'm going to drop is when it will be like canon in the show. But this feels like a good time to bring this up in this episode. So just be aware, like, right. if you're really spoiler reverse. If you're spoiler reverse to Streetcar Named Desire, Fish is going to clue you in. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I will. Yeah. So that's the that's the extreme caveat for this episode, which is season four, episode nine. Um, guys, this one also appears to have two names. Last time I said it was moving on, but on my DVD set, it's Lonely Hearts. Oh, I only saw moving on. Yeah, um, you can call it by either name, I guess. And hmm. it originally aired December 5th, 2001. It was directed by Lawrence Trilling, who we love. We do. It was written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. And here's the description. Ben tells Felicity he wants to move on, but Javier stub stubbornly attempts to trick uh, Felicity and her ex into seeing a play together. What no one realizes is that Ben is interested in Lauren. Meanwhile, Noel's meeting with a the therapist leads him to question his own mental stability. And Elena, encourages Felicity to date a fellow art 
TA. So, you know, it's, um, they kind of, they kind of go around and cover a little bit of everything in that episode description, but this in some ways really felt to me like, mm, in some ways it's a continuation and in some ways it felt like a little bit of a reset for some storylines. Okay. I mean, I would just say that this episode is brought to you by the emotion awkwardness. Oh. Um, like, you know, interrupted every so often with a PSA about what depression is. That, that is most of this episode for me, mm -hmm. awkwardness and PSA. Um, and I would just like to request, you know, when you're going to spoil things, make sure that I have, you know, fully made a fool of myself by predicting something and like completely saying the wrong thing and then just like jump right in there with a spoiler, right? I'll do that. I'll wait until you really, really, just really dug life. a hole yeah. because I have some opinions okay. that I feel like are not going to be <laughs> your opinions. Okay. And uh, you, you have more reason to have your opinions. Uh, not necessarily. Just on one storyline. You just, you know, well, I think that's part of the storyline I have opinions on. Okay. You know, I think it'll be interesting as we talk, because I think that my, my observations that I will make as we go through don't necessarily ding this episode in a reading, okay. but because I know these things are, are brewing and because this does feel like the time to mention um i i do feel like i need to bring it up now in this conversation but for me this episode kind of stands alone as just rate it as it is um so it'll be interesting to see what the things are that are going to be top of mind for you okay yeah that sounds like a plan. So lots of spoilers. <laughs> Make fish look silly. Awkwardness. PSAs. Okay. That's the perfect basic vibe of today. Well, we're going to start with a scene at Dean and DeLuca. Yes, we have a slow-mo scene with dramatic music. And I will say... I don't know if we had the same music on this or not, but I had decent music for this one. Um, I think it was mostly generic, but it felt very like 90s. There was some like Sarah McLaughlin type, some like 90s rock type, a lot of guitar. Um, so generally, I liked it. Um, there was some dramatic music, and it was mainly around like when Ben sees Felicity or walks away in a hallway. Mm, okay. Yeah, I didn't really, nothing really jumped out at me, but I'm glad that it didn't negatively interrupt your viewing. Yes, because the music has not been great. So <laughs> I did enjoy that this, this episode had some decent, uh, decent music. So we have a nice slow-mo as Ben is coming up and looking at Felicity through the glass on the outside. And she is at the counter slash register, Dina DeLuca. 
And he comes in and he's like, sorry, I'm late. And she's like, it's okay. And I just wrote, they're just, they're just both being quietly polite. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, he's gonna, he's just coming in. So he's getting himself ready. Meanwhile, a customer is going to argue with Felicity over the type of milk that she put in his drink. Was it 2% or was it whole? He thinks it's 2%. She's pretty sure it was whole milk. And um, I just said regular. Is regular, regular whole milk? I think so, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, Ben's going to swoop in and sort of be the protector. And he's going to pretend to be the manager. And he's going to give the guy a refund and then send him on his merry way. Yeah, this is the first time I think I've seen Ben swoop in for Felicity since uh, that whole speech to the professor. It's interesting. Yeah, it's it is it's interesting and it's almost like what is he trying to be or do or who you know what does he want right now like you, you know we're seeing new things from him what's going on with ben <laughs> you know well, i feel like he's just he knows that he has something to say that's going to hurt her mm-hmm. and so he's just trying to be nice in other ways because, you know, he's apologizing for not calling. He's saying we should talk. And then the two of them just start laughing because it is so freaking awkward. Yeah. Um, and Fliss is going to invite him to come over and talk and eat some leftovers. And they're just, everything is rough. And, and he agrees to that initially. He does agree to it. Yes. In, but... Like verbally in his words. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not going to take him long uh, to take that back. Yeah, and they sort of like say goodbye, but then they're sort of still working together. And then he sort of like follows her into the storage room and it's like, hey, hey, and they do it all (laughs) again. It's as if it's as if they hadn't just had a whole conversation with each other. Yeah, he's just going to like right on the back of agreeing, follow her into the back room and say, um, just kidding. Not a good idea. Actually, what I meant to say was, um, we shouldn't see each other anymore, ever. I mean, romantically, he's just like, we need to move on. Yeah, Felicity just looks so disappointed. I put sad acceptance. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just, it's almost like she's out of her body looking at this and there's just nothing she can do about it. I mean, she knows how this happened. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just the icebergs floated away from each other. So sad. Oh boy. But accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ben's going to go back to work and... We are now going to cut to Javier waking up on the couch in the ladies' apartment. So this makes me think that in the one of the last episodes, and you're like, is that somebody, like, who who, who was that? Like, I think that was also Javier lying on the couch. Um, it looked like it was someone in the room in a bed. Yeah. It wasn't through a window, so or like the door window. But yeah. you know what? Who knows? Um, I enjoy this waking up scene. We start on his toes and mm-hmm. then we go up and he's got this um, pink blanket on and he's got, I'm going to 
wake myself up and I'm going to put on my big yellow fuzzy slippers, which I want a pair of. Ah, yeah. He's going to shuffle over to the kitchen where Elena and Felicity are looking pretty sad. And Elena fills him in that they're sad because Ben apparently wants to move on. Yep. And so, I mean, Elena's basic advice here is just stay busy. And Felicity's like, she's like, yep, got it. I'm going to the studio. And Javier is like, and you're coming to see Streetcar with me. Um, I am not going to spoil Streetcar until the very end. Okay. Um, uh, I will yes. just make one other note of, so Elena is specifically like, should I not tutor him anymore? Because screw yeah. him. And Felicity mm-hmm. says, no, keep tutoring him. Please. Yes. He needs your help. Um, she doesn't want to hurt him. So yep. it will be important, you know, that she had that conversation with Elena a little bit later. Cause it gives us a glorious, awkward scene. Um, <laughs> oh, the awkwardness. Um, but, but yeah. you know, Felicity doesn't really want to go see Streetcar. And the only thing I'm going to say now, which I don't think is really uh, a spoiler, is I don't believe that Streetcar is well represented in this episode okay. for what it actually is. Okay. So, you know, I can understand, given that I have seen it, Felicity maybe not wanting to go see it right now. And Javier is just saying, you have to go. You have to protect me from the widow who has a crunch on me. Mm-hmm. Miss Lonely Hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's so, she's this, she's got the sad sort of puppy dog following of Javier everywhere he goes, or just in one class, I don't know. And Elena scoffs at this, and Javier is just like, you know what? Many women prefer gay men to straight men. And this is where the like Sarah McLaughlin type music comes in for me. Hmm. And uh, and Felicity just, just says, yeah, this moment I do. Um, hmm. I don't know. I, I, I feel uncomfortable about the way Javier is portrayed in this whole scene, really. But um, there's so many little things. In this scene that we just had? Yeah, it's just, it feels stereotypical, I guess. Um, I don't know. But Yeah, yeah. I can't go back in time and change it, I guess. But um, I would just say gay men are not a monolith. Like, they are a heterogeneous group of people. Mm -hmm. And... You know, maybe yeah. don't lump them all in together like that. Um, but Felicity's going to exit and go to the studio, mm-hmm. at which point Javier and Elena are going to kind of foreshadow that, that they are going to plot or by themselves or together to figure out some way to get Felicity and Ben. I felt like that was a little bit more on the side of Javier than on Elena. Um, I didn't so much see Elena as like a co-conspirator there as much as just listening to Javier. Well, her, what she said is, you know, 
like, I don't know what to do about it. Mm-hmm. And Javier's like, yeah, like, I'm not sure either. But it seemed like if they could, if Elena could have figured out something, she probably would have. Mm-hmm. That's my thought. Yeah. I mean, Javier was already like the wheels, the, the plot was already in motion um, at this, at that point in the conversation. So, I mean, oh, he was already trying so? to. Yeah. I mean, I think like he's trying to get her to go see Streetcar with him. And I think that was part of like that ultimately is part of the plan. So, yeah, I just don't think that was the original plan. I think the original plan was for Felicity to, to go out. with him. Yeah. And then later he's like, ooh, let me rope Ben in. Okay. Well, let's let's get to that. So we're going to go to the, I guess it's the hospital cafeteria is where we are here. Um, we're going to get a Lauren and Ben scene. And I, I'm telling you, I'm, I really feel like, and I have just no way to confirm this right now, but I really feel like Lisa Edelstein's contract was originally for like originally ended at the last episode that she did. And they were like, they decided, okay, let's extend it. Let's bring her back because I'm telling you, this feels like they're, they're like expositioning us into (laughs) explaining why she's back, even though she never actually left us. Um, Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's, it's possible, but the thing about her ex she did talk about that in the last um, episode. Yeah. And I guess like the idea was, I think she had come from California. I think that's what the story was. So she had come from California and then um, she was just here to see Ben's dad. And then Ben's dad is almost better, right? Better enough. And his mom is, you know, Ben's mom is there now and he's got Ben. And so like, how long can Lauren put her life on hold? And so Mm -hmm. now they're basically giving us a reason why she's going to put it on hold a bunch longer. You know, like she comes and she tells us great news. I've extended my lease. I'm leaving my ex. I'm starting over. Uh, (laughs) Like, wow. Look at it. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, It did seem like you're right. Um, They gave us, all the reasons that she is staying in town now. Mm-hmm. And then Ben's um, like, great news, because I wasn't sure if you were going to be like a, a cast member or if that was just like a short-term <laughs> contract. So would you want to have dinner with me? Yeah. I mean, not not as a date, but just, you know, dinner. And like, how old are you? He's like, I've been down this road with Maggie. It's fine. Yeah. Well, we're not going to mention that she was married. Um mm. But I just love that that Lauren's like, basically, I'm too old for you. But yes, yeah, she yes, makes I will go out with you. Yeah, she agrees to dinner, not necessarily the date, but it's fine if it's a date too. Let's face it, Lauren. Um, Look, it's Ben. I mean, wouldn't you say yes? I mean, the lady doth protest too much, you know, huh? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna so have. We're gonna... Go yeah. back upstairs and see, see his dad. Yeah. Who yeah. again, John Ritter is not at all in this episode, but sure, his presence is still felt. And we will see him again in at least one episode. So, um, all right. Uh, that'll be that'll be a nice moment. So, uh, we're gonna go to the loft. 
And we are. And Megan is going to come down the stairs in a tangerine gauzy sleep dress that I am in love with and want. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yep. She wants to know. Her, her primary objective here in this scene is to find out when Noel's leaving. It's just like, when's he leaving? No, really, when's he leaving? Seriously, when is he leaving? <laughs> yeah, Sean has something else. He would like uh, her opinion on comfort cologne. <laughs> cologne, that smells like food. Perhaps brisket or, or lasagna. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I don't have a very well-developed sense of smell. Um, I never really knew that mac and cheese had a smell. Like if you were oh mac and cheese in front of me. Well, it doesn't if it's know. in loaf form. Yeah, I have also had the other form okay. so that I am well informed of both before making a decision, unlike some co-hosts I know. Um, neither smell like anything. Do you think cheese has a smell? Some cheese has a smell, not all cheese, smelly cheese smells, gorgonzola smells, mm-hmm. but like American cheese, Velveeta, which I still say is not cheese. Um, no, well, I don't think that has a smell. I think if if what we're finding is that you have this, this uh, smell gap around cheese. <laughs> it's not just around cheese, it's around everything. Okay. But like, you know, I don't know. I, 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 Lasagna has a smell. Brisket, I would put in the general category of like meat. I mean, like I could probably tell it's a meat. I don't think okay. I could tell you like that it's brisket versus pot roast versus meatloaf. Uh-huh. I could probably tell you if it's barbecue. Yeah. But I'm not sure, honestly. No. I don't know about this. I didn't know this about you. I think this yeah. is very interesting. Does that affect your ability to taste things differently? I don't know because uh, I've always know? had it. Yeah. <laughs> so because I feel like smell, like the sense of s- smell, is so linked to how we taste. Yeah. Um, is my guess, but I don't know. I'm here to tell you, mac and cheese does have a scent, um, yeah. and some might is say it it's comforting. worthy of cologne. <laughs> I think it's an interesting concept. Uh, I'm not sure it's what you're going for. Yeah, I don't know that, I don't think people put on perfume for themselves to smell it because the smell goes away pretty quick. But then again, I have the issue with the smelling. Like once you put perfume on, doesn't it, don't you get used to it and you can't smell it anymore? Like it's really Um, for other people? I would say that people have very different levels of like sensitivity with their sense of smell. Like if people are wearing perfume, it can be really disruptive for a lot of, like I can't walk into a Sephora. Like I, I just physically, I'm like, this is a lot and I have to leave. Um, and, I and that's what it things really smells like much. <laughs> like that's what the things in closed bottles. Well, I guess people might do testers and stuff, but um yeah, I like, can hardly smell the testers. Like I've tried yeah. and I'm like, I can smell it for like a second and then it's like, it just goes away. 
Yeah. Like sometimes people put on so much like cologne or perfume that other people will be like, oh my God, that's a lot. And like they can't, and they have to like, I guess I would fall into that category. If it's, a, if it's, um, if it's, most of those things have strong sense to me, but if it's a strong sense, I don't like other I'll... people. Yeah. Like I'm thinking if you put it on yourself, mm-hmm. you stop noticing it. So my point is, do I really want to be walking down the street smelling like lasagna and being followed by dogs? Yeah. Like that's probably not what I'm going for in something to like attract another person. However, I do use essential oils and like I'll put them on my wrists and, you know, I can smell them a little bit oh, yeah. um, for a little I while. I do feel like this needs to be experimented with a bit. I think that Sean has an interesting idea, but I think in actual practice, it may or may not work out the way he hoped. So. I'm also wondering, can you make something smell like lasagna that you can then put on your neck other than lasagna? Probably. I mean, at the end of the day, lasagna mostly smells because it smells like probably tomato sauce, right? So just put some tomato sauce behind your ears? I feel like that would have to be a key ingredient of some (laughs) sort, right? Like, you know? Oh, Sean, we love you. Yeah, it's an interesting idea. Um, But Megan, once again, just wants to know, when is Noel leaving already? This guy, he's watching TV late at night. He's he's an interloper, the one who lopes leaves. Yep. I have an award for that. Words to live by. Mm. Yeah. knows it. The one who lopes leaves. It's the truth. Yep. And Noel has heard all of this. He comes out and he's like, I'll be out in a week. Yeah. More awkwardness. Yeah. Sean's a little pissy with Megan. And Megan's like, what? He said I'm right. Yeah. Sean says, what's the matter with you to Megan? But I don't know. It's tricky. You know, I mean, it's a definite uncomfortable situation in that loft. Sean's friends with Ben. Sean probably doesn't want Noel to be there either. But he's not sticking up for him, though. Yeah, he doesn't want to be openly rude to Noel. You know, it's weird because he was the one shooting daggers, right? Yeah. Him and Trev at Epstein Bar were just, you know, giving him the eye. It's all just so complicated, right? How are all these people under the same roof together? I mean, really. I um, you know, what's what's even better is let's just add some new people now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to the studio where Felicity is in a dark phase. She <laughs> is. But I mean, that blue color that she is using is gorgeous. She has this blue yeah. paint. And she starts Thick. out. Textured. Yes. Oof. Wonderful. Um, it does not show up later. Uh, but when she starts out, she's beautiful, dark blue color, mm-hmm. like royal blue, but darker and not navy. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved it. Yeah. And Elena is going to walk in and just observe, oof, you are in a mood. I needed to check on you. This painting is dark. It's dark. What is it? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, no to idea. me, it just looks like a black square. But again, I am not great with the modern art. What I loved. Felicity doesn't know either. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. Or maybe ever. Yeah. Um, but what I loved was Elena walking in 
in a floor-length black leather coat with black leather gloves and a black leather bag. I mean, she looked amazing. Yeah. And I'll just say this so I don't have to say it later. Felicity is going to put on that red leather jacket that I love and wear it like a couple of times in this episode. So wow. brought to you by quality leather. Okay. That's cool. Well, they have a plan to go to lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, Elena likes the painting. She says mm-hmm. it's good. Yep. And there's this guy there who agrees. Yeah. Like, Owen. Yeah, I We're keep telling her Owen. that. Yeah. yeah. It was just, you know, generally a congenial guy. Felicity gives us a little explanation. Oh, that's just the grad student who TAs the class before me. Um, oh, great. Thanks for that. It's good. Yeah, she thinks he's And annoying. he won't clean up. He won't clean up a damn thing in this studio. <laughs> right. He is messy and annoying. We officially know everything we need to know about Owen. <laughs> yep. Well, Elena is going to chime in with, he's cute. He's adorable. And then she's going to wing woman her way in. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, Owen, have you met my friend, Felicity? Yeah. She's yeah. going to not so subtly try to maybe not fully fix him up, but like she's interjecting herself with the effort to get some momentum going in that direction. Yeah, she does enough. Mm-hmm. Enough to get Owen's attention. I'll tell you that much. Um, I don't yeah. know if Felicity needed that, but that's fine. So we're going to go back to Dean and DeLuca. Where... And now I feel like Javier has schemed. He has thought through his scheme and he is going to scheme. Yeah. Would he's put it into action. To, he's talking to Ben and he's going to invite Ben to streetcar. Yep. Says he is dying without Samuel and he has to have Ben come. Um... Ben is not, I think he's just not into it because one, he's got a date. Yeah. And two, he doesn't seem like theater is his thing, especially the off, 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 off Broadway version yeah. of Streetcar. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, for me, the the primary thing for him was that he already had a dinner date, dinner plan, <laughs> whatever it was with Lauren that was conflicting with this. He Ben is, you know, initially going to say, "Oh no," and Javier's going to have to sort of keep upping the reasons why he's inviting Ben. So, you know, it starts out with like, you know, I just feel bad about being rude to you, Ben, about the whole Lauren thing. And <laughs> Ben's like, "Yeah, it's fine. It's not a thing. Don't worry about it." And Javier's like, "No, uh, I. It's Samuel. I'm dying." <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just like he. There, it is not an option to be forgiven and forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this has to happen. There is one outcome of this conversation that will do and nothing else. Yes. And here I put, he's setting Ben up with Felicity because who didn't see that coming a mile away? Yeah, it's true. Well, we are now going to enter the PSA portion of this. Yes. PSA, PSA. Uh, Noel is going to see a therapist and we are going to use a lot of expressions to describe. We also, we also call the word depression, depression, but they, I do think it's interesting that he uses a lot of metaphors and language that may feel like it, 
Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's maybe especially for this time, I think it was probably useful to put language to, well, it can look like this or it can look like this. Um, I like that they did that. Um, I think I got his name right, but I didn't quite, I didn't stop on it. Is it Dr. Auerbach? Can we just call him like the therapist? Let's just call him that because I have or no other name Dr. to give him. A. I didn't uh, didn't write it down. I don't oh, know lovely. if I love this guy. I don't know how to feel about him. Um, he smiles too much for me. Yeah, and also, I don't know. I, I generally am not in favor of mustaches. That's might be. Yeah, but this one is more of a, it's not a creepy mustache. It it's more of a welcoming mustache. And I don't know, I I feel like I have a hard time with mustaches on actors a lot of times, because it sometimes makes it really hard to see what expression they're trying to make. And Mm. I kind of feel like that's important. Um, So in this scene, there are moments where I felt like he was damn near grinning. And I was like, (laughs) but why? I think that's what they were trying to go for was maybe not grinning, but some sort of reassuring presence that, you know, was, wasn't going to be threatening to Noel, like just a laid back kind of, you know, I'm not pushing it sort of guy. Um, but you're right. I, I wasn't sure how I felt about him. Um, but Noel's going to start out talking. Yeah. He's, he feels like he's falling. Mm Mm-hmm. And there were things that he had in his life and people that felt stable before. Now, kind of seems like they're all snapping like twigs. Yep. Doesn't feel like himself. Can't it's scary, there. but he can deal. Yeah. He can deal. Yeah. And uh, the therapist is going to say, do you want my opinion? Which we will note. That was never a question that came from Dr. Pavone. She was never like, hey, Felicity, want my opinion? No, she just came out and gave it. Sometimes maybe that worked, but I do feel like Noel, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this because we are dealing with different things. Um, we're also dealing with different genders, but I feel like, I don't know, they, they are treating Noel with kit gloves where they really gave it to Felicity with Pavone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. all right, this is the way it is. You know, in the past, it has not always been easy to break news to Noel. If, you, you know, like if, if we take this scenario out of the mix. Yeah. I mean, think about every single thing that happened when his brother tried to tell him he was gay. <laughs> you know, like that yeah. whole episode was not a great look for Noel's ability to like adapt. <laughs> um, and I, I just... And that's probably not the, I'm sure Felicity has told him things since freshman year where it's just like, you know, like, are you receiving this as well as you could? Probably not. So I think historically we've seen that Noel is often not very open initially. And in fact, often starts out with a closed position and it might take him a minute to think something through before he 
opens up enough to receive information. The therapist wouldn't necessarily know that, although maybe the therapist does know that because, you know, he, Noel gives him this whole opening of how he's feeling. Then he's like, but I'm fine. I've got this. And the guy's like, you're in my office. You made this call. Yeah. What are we doing here, man? Yeah. And he's going to use, he's going to start out. The the therapist is going to start out by calling what Noel has, what he thinks he has, a mood disorder. Hmm. But he's not going to describe what a mood disorder is. He's just going to say, like depression, you know, (laughs) and sure, it's nice for him to say things like, here are the symptoms, anxiety, insomnia, uh, not feeling like yourself. Um, and, you know, having a family, uh, family history, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's going to recommend a combination of therapy and medications. To which Noel is going to freak out. Yeah, he bristles. He bristles hard at the idea of medication. Um, I think it's the medication piece that that yes. that really impacts. Because I think he's he's at least gotten himself comfortable enough with the idea of therapy to be sitting in front of this guy, you know? Yeah, which isn't very comfortable, I feel. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, you know, if this is their first session together, I do think this is pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh, I, I don't know. But, it, you know, all right. But Noel is just going to freak out. He's like, I'm not sick. I have no symptoms. All the stuff is outside. It's not in me. If you went through the same thing I went through, then you'd be exactly the same place I am. Like, yeah, yeah probably true. I probably uh, would. Well, he, he doesn't quite agree with him. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I, I probably also would feel not great. Um, and he does reassure him that it's, you know, medication is just a, it's a suggestion. Um, what I do like about this therapist is he doesn't talk about himself. He doesn't let Noel drag him in and say, you know, it, you know, anything about his personal life or like his medications or, his, you know, he like turns it right back to Noel. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, this is this is a suggestion for you. You don't have to take it. We can just keep talking. Um, and Noel thinks it's a little extreme. A little mm-hmm. medication is is too much right now. So we'll yeah. we'll perhaps revisit that once he gets to know Noel a little better. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go back to Felicity's studio um she is actually before we do that i think i'll i think i will say because i have a feeling that you're gonna uh say not great things about the psa portion of the whole mental health thing later so i'll just get this out of the way now and i'm just gonna say (laughs) note from an optimist and i mentioned it but i'll just really hone in on this point i do like that they gave us more language for depression I like that they gave us more language for uh, things that you can be feeling from a mental health standpoint. I think 
having the ability to say, you know, depression might feel like this or this or this until you start putting some of that out there, people don't know. So it, it may be like, oh, no, I, I don't have that because I only know of it to look like this. Um, but for him to say things like, I feel like I'm falling or, you know, things are snapping like twigs. He, you know, he talks, uh, he makes a reference later about his brother and like the, the visual of him, like being at the bottom of a pool and the idea that he was like drowning while everybody was talking to him. I think those are all things that like, maybe that's how it feels to different people. And there's probably a lot more, you know, a lot more metaphors, a lot more visuals that people could have. And until you start putting them out there, people may not know to connect the things. So I do like that the show is trying to give us those things. I think that the way we've been seeing Noel B since the beginning of the season, this very like sort of slow moving, not himself kind of thing is sort of coming across in some of this language that he's using here. Um, and now that he's labeling it, you can go back and you can go to episode two and three and four and you can say, yeah, that matches up with how Scott Foley was acting this. So I guess, you know, for, for whatever ride we go on with this show for mental health, I do want to thank the writers for giving us this. Yeah, I mean, I do like the fact that they talk about you know, hey, depression is linked with anxiety, right? So you may think, oh, I'm anxious. That means I'm not depressed, right? And it's linked with insomnia and this kind of just not feeling quite right anymore, I guess. That's what Noel is describing. Mm -hmm. um, you are correct that later I will have some issues. But... Um, yeah, I, I do appreciate that they are calling out specific symptoms and saying, you know, this may look a little different than you think. And they're very much, I think, attempting to to get rid of the stigma. Um, I don't know that they're that successful at it. Yeah, you're. I I feel like if you're going to have that issue in this episode, you might continue to have that issue with some other things they do, um, yeah. like later in the season. But uh, I'm not surprised that you feel that way. I think that that's why when we started to talk about Zoe, I was like, mm -hmm. it's kind of a little weird sometimes. Like we might talk about it differently now. Um, we might portray the characters a little differently now. And uh, mine probably was. Yeah, I think my issue is more of a, ah, and snap our fingers and Noel changes his entire opinion of everything. Really? Hmm. Just a little more skeptical on that side. Okay. Cynical, so perhaps. That sounds like we need to, that'll come a little bit later. Um, yes. Okay. So we'll make sure we stop down on that when we get there. Um, let's go to Felicity in her studio. She's painting again. And Owen's in there. It's like, oh, man. You didn't notice I cleaned. <laughs> and he did. He cleaned everything, including her brushes. Yeah. And he's getting a little flirty. He's, you know, just checking to see, like, 
is she seeing anyone? What was that thing with Elena? You know, is she, is, you know, is she open? Yeah. She open to maybe something. Well, she's kind of not. <laughs> just like, oh, here we go. Uh, no, but thanks for cleaning <laughs> the brushes. And then she just leaves. So awkward. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Um, for what it's worth, I do enjoy Owen. He has definite friend energy. Uh, I don't know that there's more than that, but he, um, I Look, Owen. I mean, you've been, if you've been dating Ben, fair. Like, Owen is, is maybe a friend. But I think Elena had a point. He's... Mm -hmm. Uh, he seems like a decent guy, like a really nice guy. He's go with the flow, you know, he's a little flirty. He just, I don't know, he seems like a decent guy. Yeah, he does. I think he's fine. Owen is fine. I'm happy with Owen. <laughs> Owen's great. Owen's wonderful. I'd be happy to date Owen, maybe. Um, I I just, this isn't really the time. <laughs> like, Felicity is not going to be like, this is just not it no. right now. <laughs> not right now. Nope. I nope. mean, this is like just not not good timing. But you know, I'm sure he's lovely, and I enjoy Owen. Okay, nothing against yeah. Owen. You know who? You know In fact, who I just want to say I have a lot of things for Owen. Okay, we're going to come back to that a little bit later. Okay, but you know who I think Owen would be great with? Who? Pam. Right? Yes. Be cute. Pam and Owen. Yeah. That does feel right. We need to fix them up. Yeah. All and right. We'll do that. Happen. Yeah. Okay. That's a good solution. Perfect. All right. Well, all right. So we're going to get, it's a, it's a night shot. Felicity is on the street outside the theater. She's yeah. Waiting. So Felicity has just, uh, I'm trying to get the expression right. Um, has jumped out of the awkward frying pan into the awkward fire. Sure. Yep. It's just, if you didn't think it could get more awkward, it's about to. She's on the street. She's waiting for, well, she's on the sidewalk, waiting for Javier. Mm -hmm. That's not who shows up, is it? It's not. Who shows up, Fish? It's Ben. Sure is. Ben shows up. And they see each other and they go, oh. Yeah, they have a moment of, huh? And then they have an, like, an almost instant, yeah, we yeah, we figured, yeah, we know what happened here. But nope. there's just not enough time past that initial recognition of what just happened for Ben to fix the next problem. Right. So at this point, a taxi pulls up, well, you know, a little bit beyond Felicity, so she can't see who is getting out of the car in a great red jacket with some long curly hair. And who is this person? It's Lauren. And the thing is, Felicity had just said the words, I mean, do you want to go watch the play? I'm, I've heard it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, and no. uh, Lauren's going to walk right up and say to Ben, hey, so... Do they have, they have another ticket? Like for me, since you invited me, I'm here. Oh, hi, Felicity. Hmm. Yeah, and Felicity's like, well, 
you know what? Uh, you should take mine. And Lauren's like, no, 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 no. And Lauren falls like, no, 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 no. And then Lauren, no, no, no. And then no, no, no. And then, then it's just awkward. Felicity is like, I heard it's a really good play. Yeah. Clearly she did. <laughs> um, uh, but, okay, so this scene here, I don't know. With Lauren stepping out of the taxi in the red jacket with the long curly hair, mm. I'm looking at her and I'm like, does Ben have a type? I mean, red, curly, I don't know. Physically, she's kind of like Felicity. Okay. All right. Just, just putting it out there. Well, I mean, look. I'm not going to ignore that. I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to sit here and have the gall to tell you. Anyway, <laughs> um, for sure, that makes sense. Uh, Felicity lets this whole thing happen, and she's just going to walk away, head hanging down. Oh, yeah, she is going to walk, probably walk home, because, you know, it's been so awkward and embarrassing. And um, the thing is, she's going to get home, and she is still going to be real mad red hot absolutely yeah. where is javier javier he's taking a bath i'm knocking on the door javier uh yeah she's gonna bust in on javier in a bubble bath which again slightly uncomfortable with but i do feel like javier would take a bubble bath so i don't know how much of this is stereo you tell us how much of this is stereotype and how much of this is just it's javier yeah no hard to say this so is a rough Lucy scene is gonna just lay into javier she's yelling at him she's like it was so embarrassing what you did he's like i was just trying to play cupid she's like we are broken up and elena comes in Mm -hmm. um like we are broken up do you guys understand we are broken up and everything that you guys are doing is just making this all worse okay yeah and then javier is gonna ha is gonna say something that i will stop back on later um i just thought you know if you guys went to see streetcar stella and stanley would be inspirational they are so passionately in love, like you and Ben. Okay. Wow. All of that went completely over my head because I have no idea what the plot of Streetcar is. All right. So. Is this where we spoil? Is this where you no, specifically spoil? Okay. I am just going to say that if this is all you know, if, if Javier's description of Streetcar is all you know of it, you are not seeing streetcar named desire i mean look this is a tennessee williams play uh -huh. if you have ever seen anything by tennessee williams you know he is not big on the rom-coms okay so uh this is so inaccurate just like do not expect i kind of want see... you to spoil it right now given that you just said that is it too early? Should I be patient? I feel like yes. Okay, Melissa, be patient. That's all you have to say. It's fine. Okay. Just sit tight. <laughs> sit tight, Melissa. Okay. Just relax. Um, well, you should definitely not be likening Felicity and Ben to Stella and Stanley. <laughs> it's rough. Okay. 
It's really rough. And Felicity's just- I wonder, I do wonder, because I'm sitting here trying to decide how much our spoilers are going to overlap, but that's okay. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Um, Felicity is going to say, so she's, she's upset. Well, she's going to go into her next level of why she's upset, where, which is he brought Lauren and there was a vibe. Yeah. And this is where she kind of starts crying (sighs) and it's, it's rough. It is rough. Um, I mean, Javier's going to try to console her and say 0% chance. 0% 0% chance two of them are together. Did I say zero? You're crying. I meant less than zero. Absolutely not. Negative numbers here. It's not happening. Meanwhile. Yeah. It's after the play. Or mm-hmm. the is it a play? Is it a musical? What am I calling this thing? It is a play. Okay, it's a play. Um, ben goes over to Lauren's, her fancy new apartment. And she offers him something to drink. Oh, well, just water. Just all I've got is water. It's bottled water from the fridge. You know, so it's probably better. Um, yeah. Her place is interesting. It is all beige, but then she also has exposed a brick. It's, I don't know. I don't know whether to think it's nice or not. But for the, it just gets awkward again. They, yeah. She brings some water over. They're sitting down on the couch and awkward, awkward, awkward. Yeah. Um, Ben's going to apologize for what happened before the play. She's like, oh, yeah, that little reunion on the street. <laughs> um, yeah, Lauren. Here, so I remember last episode when I was like, God, I hope they don't date, right? Yeah. That'd be the worst thing in the freaking world. Sure. I still don't, you know... I, I don't know. The thing is, she's really nice and supportive here and gorgeous. And all of the crazy that I'm sure is actually in there has not come out yet. Um, So if they continue to have her act like this, then like I'm not hating them dating. But I think we're already going to start seeing um, maybe some warning signs. Um, But but we haven't seen them yet. Okay. Uh, so at this point, I'm like, all right, I'm going with it. Okay. Um, well, Lauren had a nice time. Despite the reunion on the street. That's so that's fine. And they start to kiss. Yeah. And uh, it's going great, maybe, until <laughs> the phone rings. And somebody starts leaving a voicemail. And it's Lauren's ex. It is. <sighs> yeah. yeah and she thinks she's going to be able to get him off the phone right quick because she picks up the phone and she finds out it's him and she's like no ben you can stay and then very quickly she's like no ben you need to leave <laughs> well i mean she's on the phone and she's like i can't talk i have someone here and ben's like i i, I can go and she's like no 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 hold on and ben's like no I'm, I'm gonna leave like i don't think she actually tells him to leave she's just he feels the awkward Mm -hmm. and I honestly I didn't know it was her ex I thought maybe it was like a sponsee since apparently after 60 days of sobriety you can sponsor someone Mm -hmm. um so yeah um I thought that was maybe what it was and it was was, her trying to get away and was like I'm just gonna leave you to this because Ben I also think like didn't know 
Okay. Um, so that was my impression of like when he left at this point. Yeah. We will have a different, um, we will have this explained later. Yeah. So they, they do make it agree, a quick agreement. Like let's catch up tomorrow. Let's do this tomorrow night. Ben's going to leave. And now we're going to go to acting class where we are going to meet Miss Lonely Hearts herself, Rita. And first we're going to see Rita because she is, in, it's an acting class. They are in a scene. It's, it's Rita and Javier, but we open on Rita. Is this from Streetcar? What is this from? Yes, this is okay. Streetcar and Javier is playing Stanley. Okay. And Rita is playing Stella. And um, they have picked this extremely out of context part. Okay. And I mean, I it plays right into what Javier was saying about them being passionate and in love. Again, do not let this fool you. Do not be fooled because I, I was fooled. Um, but I want to say the woman who plays Rita, mm -hmm. I love her. Okay. She is in Monk and she plays the assistant to Tony Shalhoub in Monk. Mm -hmm. She is so good. She's well, you're so, gonna, so this good. Is, she's not a one out of episode character. She's going to be in probably at least a couple more. So mm. um, I love her. Yeah. Well, you know, Rita, I don't know. Rita is Rita like my favorite character, a side character in the show. She's not, but I like I she this this opening with her, this first episode with her was totally fine. And I like the idea that they're giving Javier a peer. You know, like I I like that he's they're giving him somebody his age-ish, and you know, somebody that is dealing with maybe more like things somebody his age would be dealing with possibly, you, you know, like it, it's he, his whole world has been Samuel who let's mm -hmm. face it. Have we seen much of Samuel? Not really. And yeah. all these college students and Sean. So I, I mean, like it's nice to think that maybe his world is expanding a little bit. Yeah. And unfortunately he would like to run away from Rita because he thinks that she's into him, maybe mm. because she says stuff like, you have such animal magnetism. Yeah, I could he was, feel the heat. And he was great in that scene. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could see how that comes off as, you know, maybe even a little thirsty, a little more than flirty. Sure. Um, but Javier's going to get quickly out of this situation because he is going to give the typical excuse of i gotta go fix my dryer yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's obviously what that needs to happen all the time sure yeah mm -hmm. um so move? no i have to fix my dryer yeah but what conversation is he trying to get out of well rita's wondering what happened last night with him not being at the play She's mm -hmm. like, well, and then he he makes this excuse. She's like, well, do you want to see the play again? We totally could. She's like, no, nah, I think I'll just rent it and watch it. How about we we watch it together? He's like, no, you're not my type. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I'm not a lot of people's type. I mean, we find out she's known the whole time that mm -hmm. Javier is not into the ladies. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, she's she's just you know. She's trying to make a friend and 
This also makes me think, since he said he's going to rent the movie, that he also has not seen even the movie version of Streetcar, which means, did he know what he was talking about earlier? Well, wait, he's in the play, mm-hmm. right? Is that the thing? So he's got to know. I mean, it's I an acting class, so I don't know if they've read the, like, I don't know. They're doing scenes from it, but have they read it front to back? Yeah, I, I guess know. if they... If they're only showing him this scene, then okay. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, anyway. Ben is going to go to Lauren's apartment, I guess, next day. Seems um, like next day. Because they had a, a, plan. a plan. Yeah. yeah. They had a pact. They had uh, a pact. So. going to show up for it. She's crying. She's been crying. She does not look good. This is not her best. Uh, she has been crying. She is really tired looking seems like she's been up perhaps talking to someone a while mm-hmm. she drops the news that her ex wants to get back together and that's what you know that's what's happening for her and yeah. ben's like oh uh i mean do you want to hang out another time yeah he's very much like no pressure like mm-hmm. is this a good thing i mean hmm. um and, you know, Lorna seems like she's just very confused at the moment. And yeah. she's like, I just, I need to be alone. She asks about his dad. She's like, you know, he's getting his CT results. Really I'd like to know. to know. Yeah. Can yeah. Ben pass that information along when he gets it? Yeah. Well, but Ben's basically, she needs some alone time. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Ben leaves. Yeah. Doesn't hassle her about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now... Noel is in his guidance counselor's office because that's where he works now. Yeah, it's the middle of the freaking night. Sure. And he is circling rentals, trying to find a place to move into. Yeah, he's, he's you know, checking the classifieds. Because Craigslist wasn't a thing yet. Sure. He's going to see Felicity in the hall. Mm-hmm. We have another. Some good music going on. It's like a soft guitar with a male singer i'm you know just gonna keep saying i like the music in this one okay i also didn't uh didn't clock this one either um so it's just kind of an awkward sort of hey it's been a while hey it's been a while with you do uh sort of conversation i guess it's been a while we're gonna make it more awkward Mm -hmm. because felicity's gonna be like want to go for coffee and noel's gonna be like nope nope (laughs) she's like well i miss you he's like i miss you too nope yeah he is off and she's off because he's off and it's all off i don't know what's going on i said brought to you by awkward yeah brought to you by awkward every single other outfits (laughs) um sure yeah well with that feeling swirling through her uh, Felicity goes to her studio to look at her black painting. Right. I mean, it's just a black square with some other, like, I see some little bits of red. So I'm guessing she just put all the colors on it and it turned black. I, mean, I guess so. Did you ever so. used to do that as, like, a kid? Do you remember having those, uh, those like, black strips? And you could buy them. And then you like make designs in them and as you scrape off the black it becomes kind of 
like different color rainbow depending depending on how like hard you push but you could make them mm. by using an entire box of crayons and like starting with one color and then putting another color and another color and another color and um once you have the entire box of crayons on one tiny tiny little strip of paper mm -hmm. then you can like scratch something into it and uh it was a great use of crayons as well wow I'm that's awesome yeah that's really that's really special that's what i thought about when i saw this painting yeah okay well owen's gonna enter see this is hot just chocolate. Nice. it's just nice and you know what fish he didn't this bring way. a bag of dead rabbits instead of chocolate he brought hot chocolate. That's right. My goodness. Look, it is possible. He's firing in all and cylinders. Not only that, he kept all of his clothes on. Like sure all did. of his clothes. Yeah. No. We dead still rabbits. haven't even gotten to the best part about Owen yet. But anyway, he's gonna look at this painting and he's like, huh, you are intense. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, what? Admit, yeah. Felicity is not exactly an easygoing person. No, like, let's which is just also all spotted admit. freshman year by that guy who was taking whatever he was taking yeah. to study. Um, yeah. She's like, come on, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you want the studio clean. You want to work at night alone. And then you got this bit of swirling paint <laughs> happening here. But he, he's appreciating her art, mm -hmm. you know? And it makes her laugh. It makes her laugh at her own painting. He does make her laugh. He's a funny guy. He is. Yeah. And I just, I, so I know what he actually said is, you know, it's college. You're allowed to have fun. Yeah. But what I heard in my head was, it's college. You're allowed to have fun. You know what? Why don't we go out and do something? You know what you can do that's really fun? me yeah it just it just seemed like that was what that was gonna be his line but i appreciate that it wasn't yeah you had a different vibe from owen than i did I no i think sure. he's he's a he's, i think he's a good guy i think he's a good guy i think he's not i think he's aware that like cheesy pickup lines or like being really overt here is like there's an obvious hesitancy from her um and i think he's picking up on that i think he's like uh reading you the mean, situation well enough you mean like when she said no i'm not yeah. open to dating and fled like that situation right there he was like <laughs> oh i see i see yeah um yeah. Right. so you know when he says you're allowed to have some fun he then he steps away and Felicity then comes like closer to it. And she says, yeah, do you want to go out sometime? He's like, and to have fun, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was very much like a, you need to take a step back and let her take a step towards you sort of moment. Um, you know, he kind of had put out as much of an olive branch as he could at that point. Yeah. And she accepted it, which was nice. And the thing about Owen that I think is nice, he has really low stakes, right? Yeah. You got Ben on one hand, highest stakes you can have. And you got Owen. And Owen's just like, look, you want to go out and have fun? Cool. You don't? Cool. 
Yeah. That's Owen. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And he comes with hot chocolate. Sure. Yeah. And it's not, we haven't even gone to the best part about Owen yet. It's great. Um, <laughs> so we are now going to see another delightfully, deliciously, just wonderfully awkward. awkward oh, scene. this is just In like the best mm, chef's kiss. Yeah. Ben gets into the elevator, the one that yeah. will eventually lead up to the ladies' apartment. And I like this shot, too, because we are in the elevator alone mm. as the camera. And Ben gets in the elevator. Mm-hmm. And then you see someone else step in the elevator, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh, of course it's Owen. Yeah, yeah it's going to be Owen. Of course it's Owen. And, of course, Ben knows exactly where he's going because he's trying to meet with Elena because he's supposed to study with her. She's still tutoring him, after all. And but so we don't know this. We don't know we, this. We don't know that. Yeah. And, and Owen certainly doesn't know that. And Owen doesn't know where he's going. He's still looking at his directions, trying to figure out what floor he's supposed to go on. It's okay. Yeah. Ben already pressed the button for that floor. It's fine. He did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Felicity is going to get ready. And thank God Elena's there to give her some advice. Yeah. She should wear a skirt. So she's going to put on a nice black skirt. She's got her top. And is this, like, is her hair straight now? I mean, I know there's little curly, wispy things, but um, like, she has it up so much that I haven't really noticed it. And this is the first scene where she took it down. To be, so I I don't know exactly where we were aiming for with this episode, but in a minute, it's going to be, she's got her hair straightened with a braid on the side. That's where they're heading. Okay. Well, here I feel like it's wavy, but I definitely don't see... Like, I, I kind of feel like Lauren took over the curls. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, so she is getting dressed, but she's doubting why she's going on the state to begin with. Just to have fun, Felicity. Because yeah. what's about to happen? Fun. So um, there's going to be a knock on the door. And Felicity opens it, and she finds Ben. And uh, always, <laughs> and we see this weird moment right before this, where like Ben knows where he's coming, going right off of the elevator. He goes straight to the door he wants, and mm-hmm. Owen's like, "Is it this one? Is it two eleven? Mm-hmm. Is it two? Tw- is it two? And he's like checking every number of every door until he realizes, "Oh, I'm supposed to be at the same door this guy's at." Yeah, and so... they're standing next to each other, and Ben just sort of looks at him, and Owen looks at Ben. And Owen says, yeah, I'm here to to pick up Felicity. And I love Ben's smile. I mean, this smile that he elicits, where Ben's just like, I know exactly what's happening. And I am extremely amused by how awkward it is about to get. And, like... I know that Felicity is going to be so damn uncomfortable and that's going to be a little funny. Not necessarily in a schadenfreude way, but just we're all in this together, sort of. This is weird. Like, she's already had the moment with him and Lauren. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of like payback. Mm -hmm. And he just finds it amusing. He can't not smile. And it is adorable. Yeah. Everybody acknowledges this is this is a little weird. Yeah. Elena, you know, Ben's gonna has to go see Elena. Owen, you know, is like, let's get out of here. 
And he definitely ben, sensed that it was awkward. I mean, he's a perceptive guy. Owen is sure perceptive. Is. Yeah, he even picks up when people are like, no, I don't want to date you. Um, right. He is that perceptive. He is. <laughs> Anywho. So um, <laughs> it's awkward, but we're going to see that lingering look that Ben and Felicity give each other as she's walking out the door. And then as she walks out the door, he continues to give the lingering yes. look after her. Mm -hmm. Because while that was funny... It did hit home just a speck. <laughs> right. It was a little, it was funny. And then it became less and less funny as he got further from her and she got closer to the other guy. Yeah. 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 So there's funny but, how that is. But he also just, I, I just, I have to comment on this as well. Like as he's kind of laughing it off and he passes her to go in to see Elena, he leans in really close and mm -hmm. he's like, you look great. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Melt, what is well, happening here? But also kind of, <laughs> that this is another moment when I'm like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. She's about to go out with another guy and he's going to walk by real close and say, you look great. Yeah. Like, come on. I melted. Okay. I melted through the screen. I melt. Well, I, mean, I didn't I melt don't want to say. <laughs> he said it. It came through the screen and I melted on my end of the screen. Does right. that make sense? Yes, it makes yeah. complete sense. And that's what he was going for. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, you're going out with that guy, but just remember, remember this. Remember all, you can't see me, but I'm pointing at myself and I'm moving my finger around like Ben is in his mind. Okay. Going, just remember all of this. Okay. Um. Yeah, Who I mean, I, I won't go as far as to say it's like a total dick move, but it, it's like a like a mini dick move. Yes, I said that. <laughs> okay, so and I'm not taking it back. You're not. You're you're yeah. absolutely committed to that joke, but yep. that's fine. Um, so we, I, uh, yeah, I hear you, <laughs> and I still was like, damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. And also, so yeah, Felicity is going to leave. We're going to interrupt this this yes. joyous part of the episode for a PSA. We're going to interrupt the awkward uh, sponsored portion of the episode for another PSA. Yeah. About oh, depression. Was at the therapist. He read yeah. up on depression. He'd like to tell us about it. Yeah. It's a disease. Sure is. Like... <laughs> Like diabetes, um, if you're trying to destigmatize something, perhaps don't use another disease that is also full of stigma. And I get he could have said type one, but he doesn't say type one or type two. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, so not great. Not great to start there. And he understands that it is inherited. You know, it's genetic. And that its symptoms include, I love this, self-loathing and hopelessness. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, interesting. Of all the things you could have picked, I mean, hopelessness, sure. I don't know that, like, a go-to definition of depression is necessarily self-loathing because... At least the way that I've heard depression talked about is it's less, it's like more numb than anything else. Like it's 
lack of feeling rather than necessarily intensity of feeling, but it is different for everyone. But I, I think it depends. I think, yeah. I think it's a range of things. I mean, I guess I appreciate that they gave us so much different types of language because I think people yes. describe it differently for their experience. So it's, I don't know. I, I don't want to say it's not that, you know, it's yeah. I just, I was like, you know, I don't know. I do appreciate they gave us a lot of like, different words. One of the things they didn't say here, but they could have, and I guess I want to say it aloud here, is they talk a lot about like what it feels like. But one thing they don't say is sometimes people will say like, it's an absence of joy, like an inability to feel like a strong, positive emotion. So you might not even clock that it's depression because maybe it doesn't feel like maybe if you're high functioning, maybe it doesn't feel like intensely bad, but you don't feel good either. Um, and yeah. so that's like a thing yeah. that they didn't really put in the language here. Uh, and I think it's something they were trying to get at with the hopelessness yeah. um, part of it, because it's it's not just necessarily not feeling joy, mm -hmm. but also the thought pattern that goes along with, and I will never feel it again. And that's where I think they were going with the hopelessness mm -hmm. piece of it. Um, I don't know. It, it does feel a little clunky, but I agree with you. I think it's nice that they've given a variety of different words and, and metaphors and you know, feelings that you can associate this with. And what I think is the most important part, which is consult a professional. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. I actually, I did like this part with the therapist. Mm -hmm. um, Noel, yeah, I did too. Noel has this whole back and forth with the therapist where he's like reading up on all this stuff. And he's like, look, I'm just, I'm not the guy. I'm the guy who solves other people's problems. People come to me to get their problems. Sometimes fixed. I solve those problems by offering them jobs to either sleep with me <laughs> or definitely not because they just slept with me. Hmm. Exactly. Like those Problem are some solver. examples of the ways that I have supported people as an RA and as a TA and as a guidance counselor. Mm -hmm. um, Correct. The therapist asked a good question here. He's like, so who do you go to? And I was like, I don't know. Nobody, I guess. And <laughs> he's like, well, okay. You know, like depression isn't weakness. It may make you more empathetic. And that well, may be why you're so great at helping other people. Well, the other thing I think he, he points to is the therapist says, who do you go to? And then he makes the direct link to Noel's brother. Mm -hmm. He says, you know, you go to your brother. Or he, he's like, what about your brother? And yeah. Noel's like, oh, yeah, I go to him. And so, you know, this being his older brother, I think the therapist is also saying, look, you know, depression doesn't make you weak. Like you've said your older brother has it. You go to him. He is there for you. You know, he's also, he, I think he's taking it a level away from Noel and he's yeah. saying your brother has depression. He's not weak. 
he's more empathetic. He supports you, right? Mm -hmm. And then is letting Noel kind of make his own, you know, connection to himself. Yeah. What I don't buy here is the may make you more empathetic. Wow. Noel's entire world shifts. I'm like, really? Well, it wasn't that that did it. I think it was the fact that he then, after that, mentioned his brother. And then Noel says, you know, I remember that my brother used to go through these phases. You know, like when I'd be talking to him or when we'd be talking to him, it was like he wasn't hearing us. Like he wasn't hearing me or, or people in general. And I thought that I was boring him. But now I'm sitting here and realizing like he might have been drowning. It's like he was at the bottom of a pool and he might have been drowning while I was trying to talk to him. Yeah, I just this was this was clunky for me. Okay, It it was like the second time they've ever seen each other or maybe third. And, you know, the therapist asks one question and then bam, Noel has a major breakthrough and is now open to medication. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that was quick. I mean, that usually takes some time. But I mean, I guess good on you, Noel, um, yeah. for having that very, very fast revelation about yourself, your family, uh, what depression is, its severity, the you know, positives of medication and how it's no longer a stigma. And I mean, I was just like, okay, no. I mean, the thing is like, I, I don't disbelieve that this could happen, especially with Noel's personality type of like how much he researches and things and like studies things up before he goes in. Like, this isn't the first episode that we've seen that was like almost a PSA. And it's not the first time Noel was the one who delivered like the manual information, like information from manuals about the thing. Um, So I think I also have had the experience of having thought about something and then going into a therapist's office, telling them what I thought and the therapist having absolutely nothing to say to me. Because it's like, well, what do we do with this? Right, but that's not what happened here. The he, therapist asked a question. Yeah. And then Noel's, Noel literally says, wow. And then goes into his speech. And I think part of it is the wow that just like really bugged me. I, I think like, the wow probably has an impact there because is would not be the first time this link was made. His brother on Thanksgiving had a whole right. conversation with Noel about his ex- his dad's experience with depression, his own experience with depression. And that's something Noel has been probably thinking about for maybe a couple of weeks now. One yeah, week. which is not what it sounds like here with yeah. him saying like, wow, it sounds like he's like making this on the spot revelation. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, this has just changed everything. And I'm like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah. I think maybe that's an issue with 
the writing of this the scene writing. or maybe just that one yeah. word because I do think I mean I still think it's kind of quick but I think the fact that Noel had this conversation with his brother a week ago that conversation was the reason he picked up the phone to find this guy yeah. and the fact that the therapist and he probably was talking about his brother for the whole first session with this guy and then this you know this therapist brings up his brother again as a way to sort of displace the awkwardness and like the stigma off of himself and like help him realize that like there's nothing wrong with feeling this way because your brother feels like this so to bring up his brother i think is just taking that whole thing and, and shifting it but that was already established an yeah. episode ago it, and so so them saying wow does undermine it yeah 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 and i think you're right maybe it was just the because it was the wow that really bugged me but yeah Noel is now, he's open to medication. He has some questions. He's like, you know, all right. I mean, he still has, I would say, some trepidation. He's like, how long? Like, forever? Um, mm. And I like that the therapist says, maybe, you know. But I really, really dislike the next line. The therapist looks you. at Noel and says, I'm not going to let you drown. Mm -hmm. That is not a promise he can make. Mm -hmm. That is not something that a therapist has control over. Mm -hmm. That, I mean, he can say like, I'm here for you. I am, you know, going to try to support you. Um, you know, I will walk this journey with you but I'm not going to let you drown. It's just not something he can promise. Okay. And I, I feel like if Noel were to continue to have depression, have a falling out with this guy, like have to switch to another therapist for whatever reason, be it insurance or he gets a job somewhere else. Um, you know, try, like having this type of established relationship where it's like, I'm the thing that's keeping you from dying is a terrible setup for a therapist to have with someone who has come to them for help. Mm -hmm. So very, very, very much do not like that at okay. all. Fair. I do like that Noel doesn't want to drown. That, that makes me happy. But yeah, I have major issues with that, okay. that line. All right. Point made. I like it. Well, let's head over to Felicity and Owen at a restaurant. And Owen's like, okay, so <laughs> elephant in the room. Should we talk about the guy at the door? Right. Who's that guy? Yeah. Um, Felicity's like, oh, that's my ex. And Owen's mm. oh, like, recent? And she's like, yeah, you could say that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, so I'm rebound boy, maybe. Mm -hmm. Were you in love? She's like, Owen, you ask a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, he's like, nobody gave me the exposition. I have to ask myself. <laughs> um, 
Well, listen, he's reading enough between the lines. He's asking the questions he needs answers to, right? So Felicity is like, yeah, well, look, Ben's with somebody else now. And I was like, what a jerk. And he's, he's yeah. you know, it's not, it's, he's not trying to be mean about Ben. It's like very obvious this is a sensitive spot for Felicity. And Felicity's like, no, no, no. Ben's not a jerk. And he's like, oh, so you broke his heart. Mm. Like maybe, maybe, it's, maybe you just weren't getting what you needed. And Felicity's like, no. It was my fault. My fault completely. Mm-hmm. And well, I think like, we're going to just move on to some hobbies. Yeah. Great hobbies. Guess what, Fish? I know, right? Owen has mastered snowboarding, yes, and that is not useful to us. But you know what brought, I'm sure, delight to both of us? Yeah. Yes, I do. Owen can play Gazoo! I mean... That's amazing. We should find the actor and see if he puts on the back of his, you know, headshots, please kazoo. Or was it just a line that was written? I mean, he does say, say, can't, can't everyone? Which, you know. Maybe. I don't know. Probably. I don't All know All I'm everyone. saying is we've got a fourth for Caribbean I mean, rhomboid. All right. Only if the actor, I mean, you realize, I'm going to have to break something. Um, I'm sorry about this. Owen is not a real person. Come on. There is a, it is an actor who is <laughs> playing Come Owen. Come on. That is, I don't care, okay? We're never meeting. We're never playing instruments. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. We can't right? just make up a fourth. <laughs> because we have, I mean, look. We have put it out to our listeners. And if we have somebody who can actually not play the kazoo with us, then, you know, I feel like we should leave the spot open. I think that at Insta.Mickey should have a say in this, all right? I agree. You're right. I mean, look, we need a tiebreaker because the two of us will never agree. Surely not. No. So one of us is for adding Owen to the group. One of us is not for it. One of us. Mickey, where do you (laughs) stand? Yes, one of us (laughs) would like to leave the spot open until we do a little more research to find out if the actor who plays Owen is actually a kazooist. I'm not a kazooist. You don't, you don't get to say that. You're nor not a kazooist you, in the band. You're a mouth trumpeter. Nor do you play the drum, whatever, the calypso, whatever You drums. don't know me. <laughs> I could play the calypso drums. <laughs> All I'm saying is this might be perfect, okay? I I would even challenge you to find a more perfect, like how many shows <laughs> mention the very instrument that we need? Who even writes the word kazoo into a script? All right. Well, Nobody. so should we be inviting one of the writers? I'm just saying it opens. No, Owen, because many... Owen says he plays kazoo. He Owen is has, not real. He has more experience than you or I at our professed instruments that were, and, and Instadot Mickey. <laughs> For the record, I have played the kazoo before. But that's not the instrument you're not, playing. It's, that is true. Stop making good points. I am dying on this hill. Okay. Um, I just don't see how you're not seeing this. 
how could it be any more perfect? I just don't understand. I, Owen it's says not real. he it's can not play kazoo, real. and I almost, I just, I just the spit take was just. <laughs> I did enjoy it. Like I put a star next to it and everything. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful moment. But do I think we should make real life plans that will never happen around it? Yes. I'm just not sure. We need to put all of our eggs in this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's Every done, Mickey. Single it's up one to of you. them belongs in this basket okay i mean look incident mickey it is up to you do yeah. you want to close the door to all other listeners or do you want to leave it open so that perhaps another friend of the show could join if daisy jones and the six <laughs> could have not six people caribbean uh -huh. rhomboid could have not four i'm sorry are you just opening the door now are we are we opening are we just all I'm saying Are we going to pack the band? And yes, that was a reference to packing the Supreme Court. I realize it was not a very good one. But <laughs> are we going to pack the band? You know, we could. I'm, I'm open to that. I have no problem. I think if you've got a situation as perfect as this Owen situation, you say yes to that. And if somebody else is interested, just come on in. Come on in. Hey. I, you know what, under those circumstances, I am all for it. Okay. All right, then. But, I mean, wait, what do we do about Instant Mickey? We, we, we still want to hear from you. This is our first conflict as a band. <laughs> <laughs> and we need, we, need, we need you to weigh in. We need full response from all band members about, I mean, yes. it's just, yeah, this is amazing. Um, yeah. I love it. I love it. Let's go darker than that, though, okay? Yes. Shall we? Let us be alone in the dark with a highlighter. Yeah. Like Ben is. Oh, my God. Uh, he is about <laughs> to leave a painful voicemail for Felicity. It is awkward. I did. Well, the thing is, we didn't know who it was for. Well, I didn't know who it was for. Oh. Oh. He's call he was calling someone. I thought I put Lauren and put a question mark next oh, to it. Oh, that's interesting um, because I've seen this enough that I knew that wasn't a question for me. So I forget that that could have been a question. So that, uh, that was, was a question for, for you. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I put call someone to say hi. And then I put Lauren question mark. I was like, is it Lauren or is it Felicity? Oh, that's Probably Lauren, right? Yeah. Um, okay. What I would like to give an award to uh, Scott Speedman for is we have said that this show is sponsored by the word awkward and man scott speedman here is able to be awkward by himself mm. alone in a room by himself he is able to be awkward i mean that's i mean it's masterful really he is a really good actor yeah like the number of times if you just take this season, the number of times we have been like, how did he even? MVP. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, they're, they're all good actors, but like I, um, and I'm not saying that he's the best. I'm just saying, I guess maybe, maybe I expect the least him. from him. And then like he rises so to the occasion and beyond every freaking time. And he does it with comedy and he mm -hmm. does it with 
awkwardness and he does it with drama and he does it with like everything, everything they ask him to do. He masters it. And you could look at this guy. Look, you and I have watched a lot of TV. That That is fair. How many times have like we watched something or I watched something that you recommended or the reverse. And it was like, it's all good. Except like that main actor is just like a block of wood. <laughs> like how, like how think of like repeat in your brain, how many different shows I've said that kind of thing for. And yeah. it happens a lot. Like they get somebody to play a lead role. Who's like there to be eye candy and who can't move anything from the neck up. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> what? It, was this your only option in casting? Like, how did this happen? And I think you could look at the Ben role and you could think you, they easily could have done that with this. And 100%. Scott Speedman has so much range. Yeah. And it's, I think they, they have written in these special little scenes for him because he can do it. Mm. And they just bring me so much joy. Yeah. Because something like this, I mean, it's a, it's a small scene and it's like this entire episode is just people being awkward around each other. Can we make one actor create all the awkwardness alone? Yeah. I mean, it's. And the nuts and bolts yeah. of what he's saying here isn't, I guess I can see why you would think it was ambiguous because it's just like, oh, I just thought I'd, you know, give you a call. If you want to give me a call back, but I know you might like, you know, it's a bunch of that. It's, it's. A yeah. And I bit. feel like. For people who haven't seen this before, the assumption is that it's Lauren mm. because she's the one he's been going after and he's had all of these, you know, her ex, you know, it's, it's unclear. He's gone to see her. He, it hasn't, she hasn't had that much to do with Felicity other than saying we need to move on and mm -hmm. let's not go to the theater together. Yeah, that's such an interesting insight. I'm glad you said that. Um, well, put a pin in that for a second. We'll come back. Felicity and Owen are finishing up their date. They're coming up the elevator. They're back at Felicity's door. They're laughing. They had fun. Yeah, this reminded me of when uh, Elena and Elena DeForest. And DeForest. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mm. hear you. There was a similar vibe there. Right. How many, how many different ways can you come off this elevator? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Owen's going to lean in and kiss her. She's just, she can't. She's yeah, just, she gets really sad. Yeah. Like really sad. And he just like backs up. He's like, oh, okay. That was not the reaction I was going yeah. for. Uh, she's right. just not ready. And she's nope. like, you know, but I had a good time. And, I love um, this about him. I love how he reacts to this. Owen's awesome. He's like, you know what? You're going to find somebody else. It might not be me, but you will. I love that he says this. Promise me you won't feel weird in the studio tomorrow. Yeah. And I just put, he's such a nice guy next to it. He's like, look, we had fun. We went out. It's not weird. Yeah. It's fine. It's totally gives, fine. Gives her a kiss on the cheek. Yep. Enough said. This is our new relationship. Kiss on the cheek. We're cool. Yeah. Don't be weird. Yeah, that's a challenge to you. Not being weird and looking at <laughs> swirling blobs of paint. That's our new thing. Um, 
So Felicity is going to go back inside. Elena has been waiting because she has already heard Ben's message. <laughs> She's like, Felicity, you have to hear this. So she sits Felicity down and we are going to cut directly to Felicity trying to listen to this message over Elena narrating it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love this scene. I really enjoy Elena here. Yeah. I was like, they're going to overanalyze. And then it was just Elena narrating. Yeah. So he's dying inside. Like he he, he wants, wants you, you back. He, yeah, and he's, he's so mad. Him off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. It was so it was such a supportive thing. Felicity was... is like hanging on every word he's saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was good until Felicity was going to do the right thing. She was like, she she goes over to pick up the phone. She's like, I'm going to call him back. And Alina's like, no, don't call him back. You want to make him squirm. It's like, I was the one who cheated on him. Why should I be making him squirm? But she listens to her. Why? I blame, Why would you listen? I blame a lot of things on Elena right here. This is rough. Yeah. This, um, this is an unfortunate moment. Yeah. Uh, Felicity is not inclined to make Ben squirm. She wants to call him back right away. There's Elena no reason. There's to. no reason for him to squirm yeah zero reasons zero reasons and she doesn't really wait long but she waits long she enough waits too long yeah like yeah. minutes were all she needed here um because mm. ben Ugh. is laying on his bed mm -hmm. in the hot way we know he lays on beds just staring at the ceiling waiting for felicity to call mm-hmm and then he gets a call. Yeah. It's not it's Felicity. It's not Felicity. Boo! Right. It's Lauren, and she is in crisis. Yeah. And we know what happens <laughs> when someone calls Ben in crisis. Yeah. Dun dun dun. She's Super doing a little ben. walk and talk on her phone, and she's thinking about getting a drink. He's like, no, no, no. You're coming over. Is what you're mm -hmm. doing. Oh boy. Yep. She yeah. doesn't want to ruin her four months of sobriety. Yeah. We are going to interrupt that scene for a moment. We'll come back. But first, we're going to go back to, I never know what Beta. to say this setting is school. Uh, um, thanks. I mean, is the acting class part of school? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just generally calling it school, but that's not a great way to describe that they're in a place here. I don't know. Um, Rita. Hallway. Is, they're in a hallway. They're in a hallway in some sort of a, I don't know. Some sort just of a, leave, Just leave it at hallway. Yeah. Um, okay. So I've made it way too complicated, haven't I? Really? Yeah. Oh boy. Hallway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rita's going to approach Javier. She has a gift for him. It's a lint brush. It is. Because, you know, he had to fix his dryer. And... Sometimes when you don't have a dryer that isn't fixed, you have lint on your clothing. Sure. So here's a lint brush. Yeah. Um, Javier is going to, oof. Javier is first going to liken himself to Blanche. Okay. Um, mm. And he and continues says to liken like, himself. But we're all to, like Blanche. That's kind of the point. Yeah. And then he's going to say, well, 
I'm also, and she's going to say that's the point. That's why Tennessee Williams is such a genius. And he's like, eh, I am also like Tennessee Williams. She's like, um, a playwright? I don't remember exactly what she says, but she doesn't, she's like, what? She's like, I'm gay. She's <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Well, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. She <laughs> says, <clears throat> and then she, she boils it down to her situation. She says, look, my husband, never coming back. All right. I am lonely. You're lonely. Mm-hmm. And um, Javier connects with that. And then they decide, like, let's miss our husbands together. Even though Javier's, you know, Samuel's alive. Right. Her husband is dead. So the, the, it's not exactly the same situation. But they're both still lonely and missing their husbands. And so she's like, let's just do it together. Yeah, I don't know why they couldn't just use the word friends. What, mm-hmm. Why was this so hard? just i'd like to be friends it's a very easy way to define that relationship it's like i i'm not looking for a romantic partner but i like to hang out with you that's called friendship yeah you know it's not going to be the only time they get weird with javier like this um So I guess it's a go-to for these writers, I suppose. But yeah, is this where you get to rage against the, what, what the, I feel like this is the only other opportunity unless you want to do it at the end. I'm do it at the end. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. All right, then I'm going to beat you to it with my rant. So um, Ooh, okay, we're going to go back to the loft. Lauren's going to enter. And I enjoy this music. We got nice, the guitar's back. It's like a little rock, you know, 90s rock, but like mellow. And and uh, again, just liking the music. Yeah. Um, ben and Lauren are going to sit down. Lauren, Lauren has to catch Ben up a little bit here because, you know, the last he's seen of her these last couple times, it hasn't been looking great. So she says, look, I, you know, I emailed my ex and that's when he started calling Mm-hmm. Um, with this relationship, it's like drinking, like you're off the wagon and bam, it's just done. And, uh, you know, she, she makes a point to say like, he wants to get back together, but it's just, it's bad for her. It's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, she's going to really appeal to Ben here. To, I just, just don't want to feel this hole in my heart anymore. And he understands because he has a felicity size hole in his heart. Sure does. And Lauren says, I just want to forget about it for tonight. And they do the whole hands intertwining thing. A lot of hand, a lot of intertwining hand yes. situations. Yes. They're making Lots shadow animals on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. And then it's a lot. Yes. And I will say here, I feel like Ben is doing the hamburger eating thing that you were talking about with Noel. Okay. Yeah. It was not sexy. I'm totally okay with you feeling that way about this. Um, <laughs> it did I, not feel sexy. You know what? I'm let's sorry, let's, just cl- didn't. let's close out the episode and then I'll I'll comment about this. Um, okay. While this is happening, they're they're going to have sex here. While they're doing this, yes. Felicity now calls because she's waited long enough. 
I know. Just this amount of time is perfect. And she's going to leave her voicemail. Hey, she'll be up for a while if Ben wants to talk. And as the audience, we're meant to be like, oh, no, she missed it by three seconds. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the thing that that kind of got me here was in the writing, Lauren says, I just want to forget. I want to forget for one night only. Yeah. And so, first of all, she, like she's telling Ben, like, I'm not looking for a long-term thing. Yeah. But also, I feel like the writers are very specifically saying, this is not going to be one night. Like, is she going to get pregnant? I would like to officially announce my spoiler alert. If you um, have not seen this show, I'm about to spoil the rest of the previous season. Okay. Okay. That's enough time. You had plenty of time to pause. I'm doing it now. <laughs> now, I'm, okay. now I'm doing it. Anybody who wants to pause, this is it. Okay. Fish. All right. Um, um, Melissa has put her hands <laughs> in frustration and disgust over her eyes. and most I can't of even face. look at you. I can't yeah. even look at you. Lauren oh. is going to get pregnant. But not only is Lauren going to get pregnant, she is going to carry this baby to term and have it before graduation. Wait, what? Right. So let can we consult a calendar <laughs> here? I just want to run the numbers on this with all of you. And this is what gets me so freaking hot about season four, that they think we're this stupid. Okay. <laughs> Let's run the numbers. Unfortunately, so, so this show actually aired this episode actually aired on December 5th, 2001. It probably was supposed to air on November 28th, 2001, okay. right? We figure everything got pushed back a week. Right. But we know for sure but it's it after Thanksgiving. The week after Thanksgiving. Thank you. They've bookended this for us. Graduation. Okay. On this June, show, right? the graduation episode will be, will air on April 24th, 2002. But Let's assume it's June because still, I, I think that our school, I, I think that we had a graduation, maybe late May. I think it could go mid May to maybe mid June. Let's be really generous here. Let's, yeah, let's say, say this, it's June. Let's say it's late June. Shall we? All right. Yeah. November 28th conception, late June graduation. Seven months. And when this baby is born, this not is not going to be a scary preemie situation. That is not the story they're telling us. They want us to just yada yada over the fact that we, it's like, this is a full-term baby. Mm -hmm. Health is not an issue. And their point of this is that from this point forward, what we want to do with Lauren is make her the pregnant villain. The villain? Yes. Because she's been really nice. Right. She is going to be a villain in as many ways as they could think to make her a villain. And in some of those ways, I think it will actually be unfair. Because who is this guy that she just got pregnant by? A senior who just decided he's going to be a med student and probably won't be earning income for years. So, yeah. like, she's going to have to, like, they're going to have to, this is, this season, back half of season four is going to be 
Ben trying to figure out how to co-parent with the pregnant villain while Felicity tries to figure out what to do about this. Hmm. That is where we are heading. It's going to create, sure, lots of tension, lots of new ground, lots of, like, but there is an inherent issue with the fact that they did not have enough runway to do this storyline. And they yeah. just pretended they did. I hate it so much. I mean, much. I could see the, the getting pregnant thing because of the one night only, mm -hmm. but. But they didn't go down the road of she miscarries. They didn't go down the road of abortion. They didn't go down the road of she, the show ends and she's still pregnant and they're figuring out what to do. They did what is actually impossible and pretended that, that like, like a gestation period for humans isn't a known fact. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, surely none of our audience will notice this. And they got even more unlucky because the timing of this, you know, the graduation episode is April 24th, right? So that is yeah expedited. i mean we're giving them seven months when it's really like five yeah and you know you could make an argument that really like from thanksgiving to graduation it really could be anywhere from six to seven months you know um we're being very very generous <laughs> in giving this a late june grad like i don't i don't think late june is realistic no. for most college graduations. i was thinking like early june yeah if not may so now you're looking at six and a half months, six. I just, was there nothing else? Like, honestly, writers looking at a, looking at the, <laughs> putting up the 10 poles of the season, they were bookended by fixed dates, you know? Well, not just that, but like, I don't know that I even, like, obviously I'm going to watch it, but this doesn't feel like an exciting journey to go on like i don't need this i know i mean i'll be curious to know what what listeners think about all this i think like look i it is so interesting how i was very glad to be doing this rewatch with you on those earlier lauren episodes because Lauren initially, there's a lot of stuff that gets said about her character or said by her character that's interesting. That's like, oh, that would be cool to explore. Or this is yeah. kind of an interesting, she's kind of nice. She's got a little bit of this going on. There were interesting yeah. things that they had and we're going to scrap those. And I almost like through the first half of this episode, I wasn't even hating them dating. But... Uh... I, and it, again, for me, it's why this episode is not going to get dinged for this, because I am also not having a problem with them going on dates or having sex. I think it yeah. makes, it adds a very interesting complication to the situation. I think that that could have been explored. I don't know that them exploring that is very different territory from some of the stuff that they've done before. That's what I was going to say. Like, how many, like, pregnancy scares or pregnancy, like, they, we did a whole season on, like, ruby and then we had a whole second season on when ruby's baby was going to come back like i feel like this <laughs> is the third season now and we not a minute like what was it episode four of this season and felicity thinks yeah. she's pregnant you know like we've yeah. been down this road um 
we've also been down the road of, you know, had it not been a pregnancy, I don't know if they, I don't know exactly how they would have made the situation all that much different from like an Avery or from like a Noel. Well, I um, think it would have been very different because Lauren's an alcoholic. And okay. I think they could have brought in like a whole bunch of stuff with like what happens when one half of the partner partnership or relationship has an addiction issue. Yeah. And yeah. Ben over here is like being activated on one side to become the hero and then like has his heart with Felicity who, you know, as we've said, is like the opposite of his mom and the person that, you know, he needs to protect and is like the person who makes him feel safe. Lauren, I feel like has been very supportive, but could definitely go off the rails and make him feel very unsafe. Yeah. Well, very were, quickly. There were given. all kinds of things that I think were uh, interesting about Lauren from what they set up. I, I also think that the connection between Lauren and his dad exists. What does that mm -hmm. end up like? How does that infuse into this relationship? If they, you know, pursue this relationship, you know, like they just, they had set up enough things that were new yeah, that they could have done that. And they could have done this pregnancy storyline too, but not with the amount of time that they had. That's not a thing. Yeah, we're on episode nine. I know. There's like six episodes. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Nine. Um, the graduation episode is going to be episode 17. Yeah. Still, you know, okay. like uh, it is just Seven simply not enough runway. And everybody in the writer's room would have known it. And every single one of them would have said, eh, it's fine. They won't notice. Eight episodes. I can count. Yeah. That's what they Still, were. It's not your I it's not just for me that it, that it feels short. It's also not a storyline that I am particularly interested in. I mean, maybe they will make it interesting, but just thinking about it, I'm like, ugh. I know, like, me too. I see how this gets real soapy. I can see that. Yeah, I, I feel that same way really... about the storyline. If I take that piece away, what makes me mad is that they just are so insulting to the audience that they thought they could do this without anybody being like, <laughs> let me get a calendar out. Well, also, but while they're trying to do this, it bugs me because the the central question has been Ben Noel Felicity. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, Noel is just out of it at this point, right? And unless this, unless this thing with Lauren somehow pushes Felicity and Noel back together, which I really don't think it will, because they don't have time for it. They already slept together, and she was very clear <laughs> that it's all about Ben. Mm -hmm. Um so for them to like i don't know they could have taken this time and actually developed from the time that felicity sleeps with noel actually develop this triangle uh instead of just being like oh they slept together and now there's lauren yeah 
They are going to, I will say, and the reason why I, um, you know, at the very start, I was like, hey, if you haven't seen the rest of Felicity yet, maybe skip ahead three episodes because that's when we're going to get a reveal. Hmm. Um, so it's going to be a minute, which I was like, do I bring this up now or do I bring this up then? But I think you bring this up now because I need, freaking need everybody to run the numbers on this and be <laughs> so angry with me. Like, I just... Uh, I don't know. Um, look, I, I mean, was this the story I wanted to see? Not really. I think I think there's other places they could have gone that would have been interesting. But um, I, I would be along for that ride if that was feasible. And it isn't. I'm less concerned with the feasibility than just the fact that I don't want to watch this story. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Well, I ruined it for you. Yay. Good times. Uh, that's, this is this is the episode where Melissa ruins everything for fish. I don't know. I'm. Uh, hey, we've already spoiled it. Listeners, we'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I don't know that I expect there's like a lot of lore and love out there, but maybe there is. And and the thing is, there was a lot to be excited about with Lauren's early episodes. Yeah, so, that's how I felt. Yeah. I was like, why did like why do you hate Lauren's story so much? That's why I kept and being like, like, ah. Wait five minutes. Yeah. It it, it just, <laughs> you know, like they just and then to do to, and then to get the storyline I'm telling you they're gonna do, they have to contort her into they have to they have to be like, remember when she seemed to be balanced and like um and sort of like accepting of felicity and and like sort of trying to smooth the situation like remember all that throw that out the window she's gonna be hormonal now um she's gonna be out of her mind she's gonna be hormones yeah they it's not a good look on what they think about people who are pregnant i mean it's it's just um i'm not even sure on this watch because because, you know, they are going to make her the antagonist. And I, I'm i not even sure on this watch with you when we di- when we dive into it that I'm, I, I think there are going to be times when that's really unfair uh, that I'll, or that I think will be unfair. Where in the past, I don't know if I might have seen it the same way. But, um, you know, Lauren's got some decisions. Lauren's got some maybe difficult decisions that she's going to need to make. And Ben's got some difficult decisions. Nothing about it is like a perfect, clean situation, especially when you have Lauren saying, this is a one night only thing. Right. I mean, that automatically, her just saying that, I was like, ugh, pregnancy. Um, But I also think that they could have flipped Lauren in a very interesting way instead of blaming it on hormones you know they could go through the instability that comes with addiction and relationships and and being a partner um and Ben could go through the whole like does can he like be in his mother's role or you know is can he define himself differently in relationship to someone with addiction 
issues. Um, I mean, clearly, with four months of sobriety, it looks like Lauren is kind of a habitual um, relapser. So, you know, it. I think there's all kinds of really interesting things. I mean, you know, Lauren and Felicity's relationship could get really complicated um, without a pregnancy being involved, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. This is the ride we're on. All right. I mean, um, there's no getting off now. There, There is no getting off now. I think it'll be interesting <laughs> to see if, as it plays out, like, you know, if you feel that I properly represented this or if the way you feel about it now is how you went, like, that'll all be interesting. And I'm very curious to see what other people think about it. And I just, I bring it up this early because I just, this is when it happens. This is when they have sex. And I could not, but like, I, I, I remembered feeling like um, this doesn't work from a time frame standpoint. I remembered feeling that way, but I had never really sat down and run the numbers. And then I, as we've been doing these episodes, I've been going through them like, oh, they haven't done it yet. They haven't done it yet. They haven't done it yet. <laughs> And every single week I'm like, okay, so the window is shortening and shortening and shortening and shortening for this pregnancy. And here we are. All right. Six, six and a half, seven months. And, I um, mean, look, I'm not going to argue them against a math-based rant. I mean, you yeah. are correct uh, that the human gestation period is is typically not six months. And we all know it. Um, you know i uh, feel like this is one of those things that should have been on megan's quiz because then i could have at least gotten one right it's just so much it's so much for me i mean yes i'm hearing everybody who says it's a soapy season and this is probably a major reason why right and yeah uh i'm hearing you and you're like i don't want to go on that ride there were other cool things i could have done I agree. And on top of it, I feel like what they decided to do and said was a storyline that every single human could have said wasn't possible. Um, You know, like, why? Like, why do the one thing you can't do? The one thing. What else has a time limit like this? (laughs) You know, it's just like, come on. They could have given Lauren superpowers. I mean, they are about to go into, like, time travel. So. That'll it's be the light like... at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Can you believe it? Ah, uh, I'm just, yeah, folks, I've been waiting, waiting for this conversation. <laughs> waiting for so long. Um, wow. Yeah. We're here. We did it. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. That's what we've won. You know, there we go. We've got but there it. are things that are cool about season four, and we've been talking about them. And um, I don't know. Just isn't one of them. In fact, you know what? I, I really like the next episode. I'm excited about this episode. And I think a lot of people probably like the mid-season finale after that. And I think those are probably some popular episodes to watch, if I had to guess. Um, we'll see mm-hmm. what it feels like to watch them. And then they're going to unleash holy hell on us. <laughs> right after that okay well i am prepared you know what i'm actually looking at too because they had a long break between 
the mid-season finale and the beginning of the last half of the season. So the episode where the reveal happens happened March 20th. And they gave people basically a month and a half. Before the baby's there? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, whiplash. I mean, I spent an entire season waiting for one baby to show up. So (laughs) I think the shorter amount of time between knowing about baby and baby showing up may be best for me. You're not even going to see the baby. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you that right now. Um, Wow. Ben is going to talk about seeing the baby. There will be no baby. I think there's going to be a sonogram. (laughs) Wow. Couldn't even spring for a doll, huh? Nope. That's not a thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's just just infuriating. Anyway, um, that, my friends, is what is coming, is what is ahead, is what we can look forward to. Awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah. I just made you hate that you still have this many episodes left. I'm sorry. Look, well, there'll be some fun things. We can talk about them. I think they, I think, I think maybe in the back half of the season, they jumped the shark completely. Uh, Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, I think with a couple things, I think some of the Megan and Javier stuff is a little weird too. Um, I don't know. And then, of course, you know, there's the whole 17 or 20, you know, like there's there's that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole separate thing. But I feel like with that, I have more forgiveness because what a weird quandary to be put in. You know, like. Yeah, but did you have to go time travel? I'm yeah, just... I don't love the way they've resolved it. But I think no matter what you do, it's going to be clunky on by I'm... nature, you know. I might like it. Who knows? Like, unless they just hedged their bets and hoped for the higher number and said we're going to graduate these kids at the end of the 22 episodes you know that we think we might get um you know that's dangerous because if they didn't get 22 then yeah i mean they could have done what a lot of other shows do in their last season right which is like jump ahead four years Mm mm-hmm and done five episodes of that. Yeah. I mean, look, there's definitely options that I think I would have preferred, but um, I have some forgiveness to the, like, this is the very wonky scenario that was set up for the writers. And, you know, for better or for worse, this is a JJ Abrams show and that's the direction he was headed in. Like he, he was, going to be a guy who wanted to talk more about gadgets and time travel so all right i get it you know um but some of the stuff that they're doing within what they're writing makes less sense to me okay yeah 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 i don't know i mean i don't know how much you know about the time travel stuff and i'm not i'm not gonna like spoil this for you but when you say time travel it it um yes it is time travel but the idea 
is also rooted in the show where it's like, let's time travel to a point when Felicity could make a different choice and see how it plays out. So it's not just uh, time travel. So it is like going back and forth between different times. Yeah. It's not that it's, it's, it is still weird and it's still sci-fi ish and it's still mystical, but it's, it's more like grounded. doors. Yeah. It's grounded in a Felicity moment where yeah. it's like, oh, what if you went the other way? It is like, well, sliding doors kept going back and forth. Um, yeah, but the premise, right? Yeah. It's like you make a different decision, like you catch the train or you don't. How does your life change depending yeah. on whether you catch the train or not? Exactly. And in sliding doors, they have to show you it side by side the whole time because it's a film. In this mm-hmm. scenario, they've shown you how a whole thing played out. And then they're going to say, what if we rewind to a moment? and have her make a different choice and see what happens with the mm-hmm. assumption that you remember how it played out the first time. So, um, you know, and we've covered it in enough detail that I imagine we will. <laughs> so, I you know, there's that. Um, so it's weird, but it's not like, uh, why are we time traveling right now? It's like, okay, there's a, there's a plot point that they're trying to uncover in a new way. I am ready for it. I mean, I basically just ruined it. Like I, I, I've just like fish is just like, I was already cynical. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for going down this road with me. I couldn't contain myself anymore. I was just, (laughs) all these episodes are so defeated. It's fine. Lauren's fine. I don't understand what your problem is with Lauren. And I'm like, you don't understand. (laughs) I she don't. is fine right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see if I jump on the hating Lauren bandwagon. It sounds like I will, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Happy to be, I'm happy for people to start trying to convince me otherwise. Get me to feel better about this, please. Somebody. <laughs> um, and, and I've, and I've done this fish to challenge you to head me off at the pass, you know, <laughs> right from the beginning. Ah, my goodness. Well, fish. Yes. Um, and having said all of this, that has nothing to do with the episode that we were covering today. <laughs> Let's get back to the episode that we were covering today. Okay. Who do you have a you're the worst for today? I do. Yes. Um, and what I would say is, I actually think, you know, given that Melissa's um, entire rant had nothing to do with this episode. I think everyone in this episode was fairly lovely. Um, You know, a little bit with Elena, but you know, basically good people. So this is where I would like to spoil Tennessee Williams, very famous play and movie starring Marlon Brando a streetcar named Desire. So if you have not seen this or don't remember it and would like to be surprised, please skip ahead because I am now going to rant about it and completely spoil it. Yay. Three, (laughs) two, one. We've all heard Stella, right? Like that Mm -hmm. passionate, just 
yell from Marlon Brando, right? Marlon Brando plays Stanley. And he is in love with a woman named Stella. And Stella is in love with him. I think they're married. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they're married. And they live in this tiny little apartment. And he is a horrible, abusive, emotionally and physically abusive man. Horrible. He screams at her all the time. He is controlling. And then her sister comes to live with them. And her sister's name is Blanche. And Blanche is, she suffers from a um, kind of like a anxiety disorder. And this movie is in black and white, right? So this is, this is a while ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she's, she's single. She is down on her luck. Um, you know, she has to come live with her sister. She has some like nice clothing, but basically like everything she owns is in this one box. And she's come to live with them. And Stanley, he, he basically starts controlling her too. And she can't deal with it with all of the anxiety and emotions. And, uh, pretty much Stanley rapes her, rapes Stella's sister. And the cry, Stella, is not a passionate, come back to me, I love you, and she runs out, uh, you know, to have this amazing relationship. It's she, Stella's kicked him out of the house because he raped her sister and he's physically and emotionally abusive. And, um, and he is so pissed that he is just screaming at her to listen to him, to obey him and let him back in the house so he can continue to abuse these two women. I don't consider this a romantic comedy. I don't consider this a passionate love story. Everything that seems to have been told to us about a straight gardening desire in this episode is wrong. Um, Besides the name of the characters and the fact that Tennessee Williams was gay. So, yeah. um, This is the problem that I have (laughs) with how Streetcar is portrayed, not just here, but generally in media. Because before I saw it, I also thought that it was this passionate, romantic moment. And it is not. It is a dark, dark play, like every other Tennessee Williams play. So if you actually listen to this, um, I hadn't seen it. Heads up, trigger warning. Maybe don't see it if uh, you don't want to watch that. It's depressing from start to end. There are no good moments um, that you're going to feel all like happy and, and warm and fuzzy about. Uh, it's never good. It's never good between them. So <laughs> if you uh, have seen it, then you already know why this was not 
a great portrayal um, and can warn your friends and family who, you know, may not have known that uh, and may have gone into it hoping for a Marlon Brando who is, you know, romantic and nice and passionate in a non-abusive, rapey way. So Stanley, you are the worst. Okay. Right, what, more, what more can we say about that? Stanley, you're the worst. You're so bad. You're not even in this show. Yeah. Um, but everybody else was so lovely that I didn't, I was like, you know, take the obvious rapist. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is referenced. And also uh, apologies to Melissa, who clearly had not seen it. And I just ruined it for her. But then again, she just ruined Felicity for me. So I'm unlikely oh. to see it. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I like really don't think. Yeah, yeah, um, I really don't think that uh, really that's a movie don't. you're going to enjoy. Yeah, I mean, the I I'm I'm fine with dark stuff. I watch a lot of dark like film and TV, but plays I don't. Well, it's often... a movie. I mean, it it there is a movie version with Marlon Brando in it. It's, Usually, it the is well adapted. That are adapted from plays feel like a play to me. Um, it's well adapted. Um, okay. It's the the main thing that you would notice i think is the fact that most of it takes place in like w one area mm -hmm. um like their apartments the steps in front of their apartments stuff like that but um it's really about that those relationships mm -hmm. so yeah. um you know the fact that it takes place there I mean, it's it's powerful. I'm not gonna lie. It's it is powerful, but it's um, it's not pleasant. Yeah. It, like, go into it with your eyes open. Yeah. Fair yeah. point. Well, uh, maybe not Javier's best tool to get these two kids back together. Yeah. But there I was is. like, what do you mean, Felicity and Ben are Stella and Stanley? Like, is Felicity Stanley? Like, what? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's not good. Uh, well, Fish, um, it's time for our favorite segment. <gasps> Yay. Do we have do we have people today? We sure do. <laughs> Last time we didn't have people. It's it's after you listen to this tape, you have to erase it. And well, I mean, I don't know. Like I there's okay, so there's some comments that don't directly apply exactly to this one, but they do to the like okay. So I have a bunch of Trevor stuff and then I've got something else. And I'm gonna start with something else. Um, from our friend at insta.mickey, who we want to hear from regarding the possibility of adding Owen to Caribbean Robboid. Um, mm -hmm. but anyway, um, Fish, you remember that we recently on Felicity's 21st birthday had a failed trip to Vermont. Yeah, I know. It was not cool. Well, at insta.mickey wanted to put a finer point on that. Mm. Yet another one in the collection of frustrated trips by Finn. <laughs> You've made it a thing with at least one person. <laughs> it's catching. Um, <laughs> three summers, holiday trip to the beach last season, and now Vermont. I mean, they can't catch a break. They certainly can't catch a vacation. Um, yes, that is true. However, I will say it was totally Ben's fault when he decided to leave and go to Mexico. That's true. So I'm putting that one on him. But Boulderfish. 
Boulder. I know. <laughs> I know. That that ah. was just the universe. Oh just wanting to create heartache, mostly for me. Yeah. Aw. You had your heart really set on balls. I really <laughs> got did. attached. I mean, I mean, I was yeah. just all set for like a winter Gosh. ski slope scene and man. Yeah. Especially well, since it was a summer job. Yeah, I know. Ski slopes. I know. Let's talk a little bit about Trevor. Um, oh, we, yeah. we have some Trevor stuff that we can save, I think, for... We have, a, we have at least one Trevor episode coming up that I think could be relevant for some of these. But um, let's, let's do a few. Because we wanted to get your thoughts on Trevor. And boy, did you guys have thoughts. So... Oh, wow. First of all, let's, keep, let's start with, like, the short and sweet from at Dixie Caliber. He was a terrible influence on Ben. Oof. Okay, that's fair. To Dixie Caliber, we feel you. Um, now there are some, there are a couple of people who sort of agree with each other in their stance here. So we've got at Shan35. I think he was underutilized. It may have been fun to have more sparring with Elena to make the slow burn happen and make the pairing more believable. At Chris Gorham rules. I like it. Um, And we got that keyword again with at Justina underscore. Adorable and talented, but underutilized. And I agree the pairing with Elena didn't seem organic. Didn't hate it, but didn't love it. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I also agree that at first not so much chemistry and really most of the chemistry that I saw between them, we had to watch through a window. So (laughs) they didn't try too hard. Yeah. We do have a couple of comments that are sort of more like, here's a good reason for Trevor. I'm saving those for uh, maybe it's the next episode that he's in. But we've got one that's just like, we're going to go hard on the negative because that's how we are today. That's what the, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Um, All right. At Queen Shalana 75 is not having it, okay? Um, oh. We've got, once again, lazy writing. And I hate how they just threw Elena in these pointless relationships. Please do a podcast interview with Tangi. I would like to know what was going on with her character. I mean, I don't know that Tangie Miller had so much control over it. I think perhaps we need to blame the writers. I agree. Blame the writers. I think getting Tangie on here and being like, Tangie, explain yourself would be an unfair (laughs) placement of blame. She must have looked at some of these scripts and been like, what the actual? Yeah. First of all, she probably slipped through and was like, oh, I'm not in this one. (laughs) A lot of the time. And when she was, it was like, oh, two sentences. Oh. Cool. Um, excellent. Sadness. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. I don't know. Yeah. She's got a whole lot coming up. I mean, pointless relationships. I mean, we have Blair, Tracy, DeForest, DeForest and Trevor. Am I missing someone? Yeah. Oh. McGrath. Oh, right. <laughs> God, I blocked that one out. Um, yeah. That was... Oof. Yeah, good times. Great old days. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I would say, I don't know. I, I feel like McGrath was Oh, and gross. Finn. Oh, that's not a really, that was oh, one yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Tracy is clearly the most substantive. I, I like what they were exploring with DeForest. Um, Blair at least let us know, you know, that the writers didn't know how to say Tara or Tara. Um, I, I agree. I think they could have done better with Blair. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Trevor. So, meh. Um, Not much, I don't And think. I really wish McGrath hadn't happened, but I understand why it did. It just didn't have to be so gross. <laughs> I guess it did. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't, then they wouldn't have made their point, all right? So I guess I will give them at least, I will give them three of the relationships, and I don't know on Trevor yet, and uh, they could have done better with Blair. Yeah. Okay. I hear what you're saying. And we hear you at Queen Shalana 75. We hear you all. And we're going to we're gonna cl- palate cleanse on okay. this one. We might end up resuming with him in like the second half of the season. I, don't, um, I can remember some scenes with him, but. Aren't we already in the second half of the season? Oh, mm-hmm. are you counting the extra five? No. So the, the uh, mid-season finale is, I want to say, two episodes from now. Ah, you're going by calendar time. Okay. I was like 17 mm-hmm. divided by two. Yeah. We're already on episode nine. But plus five. Right. That was like, are yeah. you counting the extra five? Right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, and also you'll see where there's like an obvious sort of segmentation in the story um, before they get into all the great stuff they're going to do in the last half. Anyway, um, I will notice the time travel. Well, I mean, I think you'll also notice like where they had a mid-season finale. Ah, okay. Like there's, it's a, it's a, it's actually a very memorable. It's a memorable finale that became more memorable because of September 11th. Oh. Um. So I think there's no getting around how it plays out. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, that'll be interesting to talk about. Um, yeah. So, okay, folks, look, it's time for us to rate this episode. And you might, you might be saying to yourself, where is this going to go? Because these two, these two have just <laughs> chewed our ears off over the most, like, what, what are they going to spoil next? You know, like, and then hate. Um, so <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Fish, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? <laughs> um, I mean, I can go first because honestly, I think we're probably going to end up around the same area because the things that we had problems with weren't actually about this episode. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> they were about future episodes and or a play completely unrelated to uh, the plot. Um. I mean, I am. But they I'm, just, just to interject, they chose that play. Like they could have picked anything to reference. Yeah, that and was. That's so n- this was. I not do a good like. I do think that your your critique 
is relevant to your rating because they they could have picked from how much literature you know, I know. and they picked like, why would you pick tennessee williams yeah like, it's, it's streetcar to compare ben and felicity's relationship it yeah makes no sense but anyway for those who skip the spoiler part not gonna repeat it um but i will say i liked the lauren stuff in this episode i thought it could have been really interesting pre melissa's rant right um so yeah i'm not gonna ding the episode for that um i will ding it for the streetcar stuff i enjoy awkward i enjoy living in the awkward and just like uh i i enjoy people being awkward on their own and in groups um so i liked owen uh you know i just i generally i found it enjoyable as an episode i i didn't love the way javier was portrayed i thought it was a little too much a little too stereotypical uh, a little too 90s this is what a gay man is um and these are some of the comments that we're okay making so it does get dinged for that um but i mean in terms of what like watchability i mean i would definitely watch it again i i don't know that it's one that makes me super excited to keep watching it so i mean i'll give it like a seven Seven out of ten gloves for fish. I'm going to rate this one in the unit of mac and cheese colognes. Wow. So, like, no smell at all. (laughs) In a loaf. Oh, my God. So (laughs) much fighting. Okay. Anyway, so um, I'm actually going to give this one eight out of ten mac and cheese colognes, which may come as a surprise to those of you who listened to everything (laughs) I said in the last, you know, 40 minutes. But... I um I actually well, look that's not about this episode. And mm-hmm. where they sit right now in the story, you could go different directions with it. They didn't have to go where they went and I didn't know they were going to go where they went. And so um while I brought it up during this podcast, it isn't exactly related to the story of this episode. So I leave that out. Uh and I will say like you if I'm if I'm gonna just sit here and start listing off my favorite episodes of the show, I don't know that this one comes to mind. You know, like if I'm if I'm just straining to think of like you know top ten, top twenty, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to imagine that this necessarily makes it you know on above a lot of other really awesome ones on the list. So there's that. But I also think it was pretty strong. I think that um, I don't like Noel's therapist. Uh, <laughs> uh I left out the whole null part. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't like no therapist. You could mm-hmm. say you don't love like the PSA nature of the null therapy stuff. And I think that's you know, that is a weird thing in the writing, but they've done that kind of thing before when they had topics that they wanted to address in a more informative way. There's a history of doing that. Is it the most fun thing to watch? Not necessarily, but I also do appreciate that they were doing it because maybe not a lot of shows were talking about this and they were really attempting 
to address it very head on in the language that they had. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a stigma that Noel was feeling. And it's probably one that was also stigmatized to put it on the air. So it's sort of like, how do you cut through all of that to put this story out there? And in doing so, address how much of a shell of himself Noel's been for the whole season. Um, I think somebody needed to call it out and give a name to this and like give us a reason why Noel's not been himself. So, um, or at least seemed like himself. So I think, uh, you, you know, I give that sort of both credit and, and you know, it, and it also kind of isn't super fun. Um, I really enjoy Owen. Um, I just kind of like him. Do I like him the most? I don't know. But he is, he's <laughs> nice. I like him. Uh, so I don't know. It was strong. And it's not the strongest. So, you know, we've had, we've rated a lot of episodes at this point, And I think that kind of helps me sit, see where this sits. Um, but for me, giving this one an eight is actually one of the stronger episodes of the season for me so far. Yeah, and I think for me, it's one of the weaker ones at a seven. And I think I I was already accounting for the, the Nolan therapist kind of stuff and thinking over the overall just watchability of it. I think for me, those scenes aren't particularly stimulating. I... I guess maybe it's a wash, but, you know, there were parts I really didn't like about, there was one part, two parts in particular, one word and one sentence that I really didn't like. But like, in general, they weren't, as you said, the most exciting to watch. And I think the other part was just the lack of chemistry between Ben and Lauren. I feel like if they had more chemistry and I didn't find it so cringy, um, I would be more interested in watching it again. I think it plays okay though, that you don't think they have chemistry. Like that will not disrupt your future understanding of Lauren one bit. (laughs) If anything, (laughs) that will aid it from where they're trying to go in the story. So like, I think in, in this episode, they were basically, it wasn't necessarily because they were that into each other. It was, she wanted to forget and he wanted to forget. So it's like, they didn't have to have a lot of chemistry. They're just trying to, you know, forget for one night. They're like, you're, I don't know, semi decently attractive enough to, you know, have sex for 15 minutes. But like, from again, just me wanting to watch it again. Yeah. And like the great news is they're not going to try to make you be like Lauren and Ben are this awesome thing. They're going to be like consequences, you know, (laughs) like it's, it's going to be like, wow, these two kids, they did that. Oops. You know what they needed? (laughs) They needed that demonstration from the health guy. Yeah. Way back. Was that season one? That was season one. Yeah. So you want one PSA to talk to another. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is what I would like. I would like that guy to come back and explain to them what they did wrong. Yeah. 
Is it like, you know, I, re I remember this one summer where I had a job scooping ice cream and all day long I was scooping ice cream and then mm -hmm. somebody came up to me like, do you want some ice cream? I was like, no, because I've been staring at it all day. Guys, they used to do such fun things on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Felicity was so, she was a mess uh, freshman year, I'm telling you, but she's, she's a mess now. She's still a mess. <laughs> uh, she's a different kind of mess. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Mess has evolved. So... Folks, we want to hear what you have to say, because not only could you talk about this episode, but you could basically talk about the rest of the season. Um, yeah, because I did that to you. Um, so go ahead. <laughs> Tell us what you think. All right. Write to us at themelissafish at gmail.com. The that's Melissa with one L. Two S's. Themelissafish at gmail.com. And while you're doing that, if you want to kind of get amongst it with the conversations we're all having, find us on Instagram at Felicity Podcast. Plus, if you want to know when we drop a new podcast episode, you can find out by signing up for our newsletter. You can check out the show notes wherever you're listening to this podcast and look for the link there. And hey, while you're doing that, I'm going to give you another thing to do. Okay. <laughs> Rate and review this episode, this podcast, because it helps other people find out about this podcast and our whole community they could be part of the conversation with you so all those are all the things fish mm -hmm. uh my goodness i'm just i'm emotionally drained <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what i'm saying anymore i'm just ah uh, it's i'm coming down but i am excited about the next episode okay which is called fire fire yeah interesting about? the only times we've had fire is when people tried to have sex it's true hmm fire uh my prediction is because they they really want everyone to live in the awkward that Noel will get a new apartment and it will burn down. So he has to come back to live in the loft again. <laughs> that is my prediction because there's no way they're going to let Noel go off and be on his own. Um, maybe Zoe starts the fire. I don't know. Maybe she's a fire starter. Um, Prodigy is a great band. Uh, anyway, that's my prediction. Noel moves out and Zoe burns down the apartment complex. Wow. So he has to move back into the loft. I like it. Well, one thing I do know for sure is that we didn't start the fire because it was always burning since the world's been turning. That's um, true. Also, yeah. the boss is the boss. That might be also accurate. Um, is that the same reference? No, Prodigy and Bruce Springsteen are two different entities. And also, Bruce Springsteen is different from Billy Joel, who's saying, Crap. we didn't start the fire. <laughs> <sighs> Look, I love this podcast episode so much. We are such a hot mess. We are. But also remember, I was the Prodigy fan. I should not have to know the difference between Bruce Springsteen <laughs> and who was the other guy. Billy Joel. Right. Um, that's not my genre. That's not. My genre is heavy metal and sometimes punk. Sure. So. 
Okay. Good times. Um, I'm glad we had that little confirmation. Um, yes. Well, okay. So fire is coming up. I'll be curious to see if you enjoy it because I don't know. I'm excited about that one. It's a bright spot for me. Okay. For whatever reason. I'm not even really sure why. I guess it's we'll just probably a bright spot right ahead of your, you know, inevitable continuing meltdown that will be the rest of the entire season. <laughs> That I'm actually really looking forward to. Yeah. Well, because it, yeah. Okay. I'm not even, I'm, I'm not going to give more spoilers. But anyway, so, um, yes. Well, folks, uh, we have, we, what else can we do? <laughs> I don't think, like, I don't think anything. How much, like, more can we bring you down? Um, I think not much. That's my thought. So, until next time, fish. <laughs> Don't hook up with Ben while I'm gone. I'm a fish. Bye. Bye, everyone.